Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. <coughs> all right, welcome, welcome, welcome to a Monday edition of the Taz Show. Yes, yes, yes. Big week coming up here. Big week on the Taz Show. A lot of stuff going on. Going to be a very busy week, not just show. That's right. Very busy week here on the Taz Show. You heard me right. On this, getting starting to get hot summer, right? Smack dab in the middle of New York City. You damn skippy hippie. We're going to get into a little bit of uh, the Great Balls of Fire, the WWE pay-per-view that was last night from Dallas, Texas. The Big D. We'll get into that in this episode. Also, uh, in this first segment, we will get into Off the Hooks. And we'll get into that in house cleaning. That'll be in house cleaning. So we'll handle that. Show you a new t-shirt in house cleaning that's coming out soon. And also remind you where you can get all of your current Taz Show stuff. It's moving rapidly over to this one spot. I think you know what I mean. Uh, but uh, before I get into house cleaning and all that other stuff, uh, I'd like to welcome you all to the show, like I said. And thank you for listening live at TazShow.com or watching live at TazShow.com. Maybe you are um, watching the video on demand, the VOD, at TazShow.com. Maybe you're listening live on the Radio.com app or you're listening to the audio on demand, the podcast version of the show. Play.it. Spotify. Tune in. Or iTunes. Shows everywhere. Not just one spot or two spots. That's one, too. It's everywhere. That's well documented. If you want to call the show, that, my friends, is a very simple and easy process. Attention, hotline fans. All you have to do is dial an 866 475 2948. That's 866 475 2948. That's right. You heard me right. <laughs> And welcome, everyone, to the show, for sure. Uh, also in house cleaning, we got to get an update from the Dirt Sheet Dennis, the Lumber Biscuit, on um, what happened with his speed dating, the results. He never gave us this on uh, Friday. He's the star of the show. Probably about that time to welcome into welcome him into the show. show really can't roll on without the audio producer being heard or seen. Biz Dev Guy, Big <laughs> McGee, that's his new name. <laughs> The Lumberjack, they call him. It's not a bad nickname for you. Big <laughs> McGee is actually pretty good. I got to tell you. It works. In a weird way, it works. Look, sir, I don't have a lot of time to mess around with you and dick around over here. So I'm going to ask you, because you were supposed to give me an update on Friday. You never did. Even Thursday. I just want to know before I roll out my show here. I got a lot to do. Great balls of fire. The WWE balls. Ooh, nice fade out. I would like to get into hearing briefly. The word is briefly. Did you get an email from the lady, uh, uh, Jennifer? What's her name? The girl who was in charge of the whole speed dating? Nicole. That girl. Nikki, did you get an email from her with an update on who liked you, who hated you? I did, yes. And could you 
Okay. Can you fill us in? <laughs> he said briefly. Wise ass. Can you just fill us in briefly? There were... Uh, uh, thank you. So now... No, no, okay, good. There were foolishly three women. Oh. And I have yet to pursue. Was there drug involvement with these girls or drinking? Not from me, but I think the guy in front of me was doing something. Yeah, he was handing some them some kind stuff. of uh, hashish. All right, so what So what happened? What they say? They like you. They dig you. They think you have a nice ass. What's the story? They One, like your belly? Yeah, well, obviously. Lots of belly! love. Belly! Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Come on. Three, three women replied or circled yes, as I did. And what? What, what are you even saying right now? They circled yes. What does that yeah, mean? So like you, so like when you're done with your with your four minutes, right? You circle yes or no on like whatever number associated with the person. No one cares. And then the, the woman Nicole matches you up. The woman Nicole. Okay. She was a woman. And what happened? So she got three girls that like you. And she sends you. She sends you a text message the next day. Hey, Dennis, right. Menage Trois Jones. There you go. You're in. That's it. Piece of cake. <laughs> You're like you're like a porn star from from the early '80s. You're laying around with three broads. I need to shave the beard, get a little mustache wax. Oh yeah, um, away I go. You need more than mustache wax, my friend. I'll tell you that right now. All right, so so are you gonna go out with one of these girls? They're gonna go with you on the Grand Salami Slunker tour next week when you go on your baseball tour? No, that's just Dr. K and I. Plus, I don't wanna I don't wanna ruffle feathers when I get to Chicago. Oh, Sarah, Sarah's in the hood. I forgot about that. Uh, it's time for doing a little house cleaning. Good luck with all that. Keep us posted. Like, you won't unless I beg you to, uh, unfortunately. House cleaning in a 3 two, one It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning. Tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz Show. All right, so we're going to go. Uh, we got to get rolling here because, like I said, we got great balls of fire chatter coming up. we got the phones ringing. we got everything going on. Very busy. Monday edition, as usual. So, uh, T-shirts, T-shirts, T-shirts. As you know, right now, you can get basically all your Taz Show merch, all your stuff has shifted for the most part from clothesline over to Pro Wrestling Tees. So if you go to Pro Wrestling Tees and you go in the search bar, you type T-A-Z, you'll see now an updated photo of me, a thumbnail, I think they call it, thumbnail, where it used to be a picture with my arms crossed. Now it's a picture of me with the rover, the orange rover hat on. Click that picture. And then it'll bring you to the next and final step of all the merchandise. The newest shirt that's on there is the uh, Cafe Audio, the Sound Effects Store T-shirt, which is Army Green. You see the graphic right there. Thank you, Andy. See right there, Sound Effects Store T-shirt, Army Green, orange or white ink. It's awesome. Okay, get this shirt. Throwback Jones got a throwback feel. Everything. It goes back to the days of of Dennis when he was in eighty pauses, eighties. Take two. Back that up a little bit. Hold on. Ron Jeremy Jones, right there, Dennis. So, okay. So, like I was saying, get that shirt. No problem. It's awesome. Now, there's a new shirt. New shirt that's going to drop, not right away, probably in a couple of weeks. Smack dab in the middle of the summer. Smack dab, I say. And that is the spitballing shirt. Yes, the spitballing shirt. There it is. Locally grown and worldwide known. Dennis, I know you love that saying for me. Very much so. It's apropos. This is spitballing right here. Leave that up there for a minute. You see on the bottom in yellow, it's tough to see because it's kind of small on the graphic. Uh, just running the game. That's all it says on the bottom. Just running the game, bitch. Uh, FTW, NYC, 13, Nub City, all of the throwback uh, human suplex machine stuff from when I was wrestling to now with the Taz show. It's kind of a mixture. Uh, that's orange ink with gold, athletic gold. So picture the Bengals and the Steelers. You know, those two colors. 
uh, on a, um, it's, it looks like a royal blue shirt. I think this shirt is going to be more like a cool blue because I'm a cool guy. So cool blue is in the middle of like royal and navy. So it's kind of a, a I wanted to go with a different color, you know, summertime Jones. I wanted to go with something a little lighter color. I'm just running around in black like a bunch of heathens. So I wanted to give you something a little different to purchase. Spitballing, uh, make sure you get that when it drops soon. You people will love it, I say. You'll love it. Um, also, I want to say something about these shirts. Look at that there. <sighs> Many of these shirts on Pro and Tees, like my shirts, you can get in there if you read when you do the drop-down thing. Like we've had the one caller tell us about the tank top, and I yelled at him and said he's wrong and you're crazy. And he's like, no, Taz, you're wrong. What do you mean, no? Well, he was right. I was wrong. And that's exactly right. You got it. Yes, of course. Yes. You know what I mean? That is correct. You can get different types of shirts. So with this shirt, you can get a traditional style, looser cut t-shirt. Or if you read closely, but I don't know if they call it a drop box, like a form fit, like a tighter fit, or a closer fit to the body type thing. So, um, you know, just read carefully. Do your drop down. When you buy the Taz Show shirts over at Pro Wrestling Tees, don't buy no one else's shirt. Just me. I'm over like Robert. No one else matters. Also, in uh, house cleaning, we're going to do the off the hooks. Okay, old school jerseys off the hooks, volume one. Actually, it's uniforms more than jerseys. And then I got to get into Great Falls of Fire. Um, there's the graphic right there. Should we do that, I guess, right out of this? We'll probably get into it. We're going to segue our list. We're going to write to off the hooks at a three to one. We're flying, baby. Graphic should be on the screen, sir. Why is the graphic not on the screen? We made a mistake. And stop everything! Stop it all! Stop everything! When that happens, there's problems. Just stop everything. Stop the presses. Stop it! Stop it all! Stop it! Let's get our together, kids! Let's get our act together. We're gonna do this off the hooks. Graphic support and audio in 3, 2, 1. Let's go, boys! A weekly three-match mini That's the beauty of live radio and live video streaming. No margin for error. And when we drop this as a VOD or a podcast, what happens to here? There's no editing. Correct, Dennis? Less work for you. Perfect. Yeah. There's no editing. We drop it and we, we go live to tape. That's what we do. Live to tape. Live to tape. Live to tape. All right. Off the hooks. We got the, uh, we got the sports uniforms. This is a topic near and dear to my heart and yours, Dennis. I know that. Correct? Very much so, yes. Anthony, 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 Ant, you playing along here with this? I am, boss. Okay, great. So let's go with, let's have uh, Dennis, you go first, then Ant, then I'll bring it up. Well, hold on. I don't want to get hacked. Okay. So it's so my show. You should go first. Why is that door open? I don't have an answer. Okay. Right now we're having, uh, Dennis is closing the door. The door was just quietly shut. A true professional audio man that he is. He quietly shut the door. And we're back. Oh, that, too, will not be edited out. Oh, we're starting off great here. Okay, so I'm going to go first because I don't want to be hacked. Because I know I got a feeling that one of my teams... I'm going first. Then Dennis is going to go. Then Anthony's going to go. But I don't want to get hacked. So I'm doing my this this volume one for me, okay? Okay, Dennis, volume one. Listen to this. Sports mix. <laughs> I'm going with sports mix here. I'm going with a baseball feel. I'm going with a hockey feel. And then I'm going with a football feel. Everybody cool with that? 
Fine by me. And begin. So I'm going to go with baseball first. Match one in my three-match mini supercard for the Off the Hooks. I'm going with the old-school Houston Astros uniform. Stripe Jones. Everybody loves that. But the Damn star. Yeah, everybody's going to have that. It's phenomenal. They have the great uniform. And I'm going with the old Padres, the San Diego Padres. And I'm going with the athletic gold with the brown. Okay, was my the Padres had a lot of uniforms, you know, a lot of throwback uniforms. That's my first uniform. Okay, I'm going with the baseball field, sports mix. What do you got, Dennis? My first match is the Quebec Nordiques. Wow, look at you. I respect that. I don't know what it was. It looked like an igloo with like a hockey stick it coming out. It kind of looked like uh, actually a giraffe with, that was overweight with a, a hockey stick coming out of its ass. That's what it kind of looked at. Take two, and we'll get this show right eventually audio-wise. Yes. So the Quebec Nordique. Say that again for me. Quebec Nordique. Exactly. Against who? I have them going against the Denver Nuggets that were yeah. that like blue when they the yellow backdrop yep. of the city of Denver. I know you're a big Nugget guy. That's <laughs> love and, to eat them. Yes, and other the chicken things. variety. So you're a big Nugget guy in many different levels. Uh, and what do you got? I have the late '90s Bucks. It was like a purplish with like the deer green. on it. Was there a green in that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I know my stuff. Versus, I think it was '94, the black with the blue print stripes Magic's jersey. Oh, when like Shaq was on Teddy. Oh, he's talking about freaking what's his name from NXT, the big guy. Oh, oh no, Cassius. Oh no, he wears that stuff. Yeah, he does. It's kind of annoying because uh, I wasn't a fan of that uniform. That's not on my fantasy thing, but that's fine. They're oh. like a onesie. He wears like a onesie jersey. Type Did you say thing. onesie like a baby? Yeah, like that's. He's kind of a large man. I don't know if he's wearing onesies. Well, that's what makes it like uncomfortable to look at. Yeah, just a giant man in a onesie. Okay, I digress. So we're going uh, match number two for me. I'm going with a hockey deal. As I said earlier, I, I kind of laid out my table sports mix. Uh, I'm going with the New Jersey Devils. Yes, the New Jersey Devils. You're damn right. New Jersey Devils, when they wore the green and the red. You boys remember this? I, I mean, a little before my time, but I, I'm familiar with the jersey, yes. And do you remember this? Yes. Uh, when I was really young, that was I'm pretty sure that was the jersey right before yeah. they changed. Yeah, no, that was black. badass. I love when they had the green and the red. Uh, against the New Jersey Devils, against the L.A. Kings when they wore the purple and the gold. Yes, that was badass. We're going throwback hockey right there. Match number two for me on the, uh, you know, off the hooks, throwback uniforms, volume one. All right, Dennis, you're up. What do you got? All right, I had the Astros, but I don't want to hack you. Oh, you could, dude, look, the Astros throwback was awesome. You can it use is. it. Don't I, I change can, on the fly. I can change on the fly. All right. I'm going to do the St. Louis Cardinals, where they wore that baby blue oh, on, the, on, the, uh, on yeah. the red. Well, hold on, though. Wait. But that was their away uniform, right? When I they didn't wore know the baby. these were home specific. Well, no, because I'm going to tell you something. I want you people to understand something here about the baseball. Like the Philadelphia Phillies were the same way. You know, a lot of these teams back in the day. When their away uniform, Dennis, wasn't great. It was almost like a, a baby blue, a Carolina blue. Okay. And that right there, my friends, is what they call a shoot. Okay, that's the truth. But it's okay. I'm not, you know, I'm not, at times I've been guilty of attacking people's off the hooks. That has happened here. Uh, I don't remember. <clears throat> I just did. Uh, you're going with an away uniform? Is that what you're telling me? Apparently, yes. Okay, so you're going to Cardinals when they had the Carolina blue. That was not the, look. Home uniforms are white. I'm not saying you got to go home, but please specify it's an away uniform. 
It could be an alternate home uniform, I feel like. Home uniforms in baseball are always white. There's always a white or white pinstripe. There's something. It's The background color is white, sir. It's the home team. Do it for the home team. You know what I'm saying? I get it, but I feel like... All right. Who are you going against? This is, you're really <laughs> killing the whole buzz here. Against... Uh, Ant will enjoy this one. The Orange Crush Denver Broncos. Oh, with the D. The big block D, the blue D. Damn, with the damn. horse. I love, dude, they had a badass uniform back in the day. I know, uh, Ant, you're a big Broncos fan. You're, you're a big fan of the throwback uniform, right? Oh, I love it. And I was that was on my next one. You remember Mecklenburg? Remember him? Number 77? You're too young to remember him. I know who he is. Like, I never got to see him play. He's but I know he's because, like, Defensive you know. end linebacker. He was a great player. And I think of him, John Elway, these guys wore that uniform back in the day. Oh, man. That, that, their uniform, that throwback was bad. That's a good call there, Dennis. All right, so what do you got, Ant? What's yours? Second match, two. Here we go. Well, I have that orange crush uniform. And uh, the early 2000s Ravens rode the black alternate. That's not bad. That's I love bad. that jersey. I like how you specified black alternate road. So you're giving details, sir. Somebody else in this game isn't doing that. Somebody, you did that. Somebody else also replies to emails and acknowledges when they get an email. That's called being a professional, Ant. You, Anthony, do that. And that's a little behind the scenes, pulling the curtain back for you people. Anthony does that. Somebody else doesn't because they think they're don't stick but i digress okay so now i go right last match here we go big match jones okay what does taz gonna say everybody's waiting with fainted or fainted breath whatever the expression is i'm going with the nfl here throwback volume one hot uniforms and i am gonna go with the pittsburgh steelers versus the houston oilers that's right the pittsburgh steelers Versus the Houston Oilers. <coughs> and I'm going to tell you why here now. Some of you people, you people, you're saying, wait a minute, Taz. The Steelers haven't changed their uniforms in, a in ages, correct? Isn't that correct, Dennis? Is that some, what you're thinking? Some would say, no, no, I wouldn't say that, but some would. Well, I'll tell you why. I don't say it because it's not true. The Steelers, yeah, sure, their colors haven't changed. That stripe gimmick on their sleeve hasn't changed. They do... They did something with their old uniforms that was cool, and it was such a simple but yet effective, the font, the number font, was a basic but strong full block font that was so cool. But for the past, man, I don't know, maybe eight, nine, ten years, whatever the hell it is, the steel is used like this kind of like aerial bold italic. Oh, I know my fonts. Oh, I know my fonts. Yes. Dennis is like, wow, this guy really knows his fonts. And they use that kind of a look where it's italic, and it's like, ah, come on, Fancy Jones, you're the Steelers. Go back to the old school block number. I mean, look at this. Just wreck up. Look at this here. I mean, look, see that that block right there? That's the throwback. You can see it. I can see it. It looks good. That's you don't have to zoom in. But that right there is that's the full block. That's the my man Jack Lambert right there. My, one of my favorite players of all time. Great linebacker, just like Dennis. But that right there was the way the Steelers did this. Full block city right there. That's how you do it. That was one of the main differences between the Steeler uniform back in the day is the number font. I mean, it might be the only difference, I think. And the as far as the Oilers, the Houston Oilers, oh, man, they had the greatest. Those colors, Carolina blue and scarlet red, awesome. Uh, love the old gimmick uh, tower or the whole thing. I got a couple of different uh, throwback hats and shirts from the Oilers. I wasn't an Oilers fan, but I loved, the, loved their, their uniform. So that's my team. What do you got, Dennis? I had to do another booking on the fly because oh. I had the Oilers as well because that is a phenomenal. Dude, it's okay. It's okay. No, no, no. There's so many jerseys you can adjust. 
So instead of the Oilers in lieu, I chose the the Raptors purple home Ooh. when the, with the the purple, and then they had that red yeah 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 Raptor <laughs> on the jersey. I think those were awesome. And I like that. You, I like that you have contingency plans because you're subservient to me, so you have to go second. It's a good thing you went first. Well, I have I run the game. I have to go first. I'm running the game. Well, he knows that. That's a layout, a layup. And then two, I have them up. going against it's a layup, yeah. <laughs> not layout, layup. I got. The Seattle Mariners, oh. before Griffey with the trident, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, <laughs> I remember that. Uh, what do you got there, man? I have the early 2000s, like the Vladi Divox Kings away purple jersey, because I like the lettering more than they have now. Right. And then my possibly my favorite jersey ever, the Mets road black jersey, like the Turk Wendell era. Yep. You, I, that's my, might be yeah, my favorite jersey. I, I, and I, of course, I mean, I love as far as the Mets, I, I I'm actually I know I wasn't into the black jerseys, man. I wasn't. I liked my favorite Met uniform is the white home, no pinstripes, just white jersey. And my favorite Met hat is the classic blue with the orange uh, cap dot gimmick on the top and just the solid orange and white. Nothing else on it, man. I, I I don't I'm wasn't never crazy about the Mets with the pinstripes. I'm not crazy about that. I like the plain white <clears throat> with the blue piping. Piping, a lot of people don't know that word. Piping is the trim around where the numbers go on the placket. <laughs> I know garments. Oh, I know garments. It's unbelievable. So there you go right there. Another successful off the hooks. That's volume one. Yes, volume one. And volume two, volume one went really well, I'm going to say. And you people can call it all week, you people. And you can give your off the hooks, 866-475-2948. Volume two will happen in probably two to three weeks. Actually, when the show gets back from vacation, that Dennis right there, sir, put it on the docket. That's when we could do that, okay? Docketed. Just spitballing out here right now, and now we'll get into a little uh, Great Balls of Fire chatter. Um, yeah, it's probably... Actually, you know what? Let me cover some stuff in wrestling that happened, because it was some stuff happened on Friday that was like, whoa, Nelly. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, wow. <laughs> and then I'll get into Great Balls of Fire in segment two. Right now, this is segment one for you people not paying attention. Segment one now, segment two later. Test one, two. So the thing is this. WWE put out, boom, boom, boom. They wished Austin Aries the best of luck in his future endeavors. I was like, what? Wait a second. <laughs> you did what? You released Austin Aries? Really? Wow. Now, I, I didn't read any reports on like that. Now, Dennis, you and I were texting offline. Maybe you were incorrect. You were saying that Aries X was released. Is that not true, or I think they just released him? At first, the first reports I saw that Aries asked for his release. Okay. Because he felt he wasn't being utilized properly. He didn't. He thought of himself more as a more than a cruiserweight. Yep. And then WWE put out the statement that said, "We have granted Austin Aries his release. We wish him all his best on his future endeavors." So it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know the. The lingo as well as you certainly do, but it sounds like each side's trying to cover their own tracks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, look, you know, I was surprised. I want to say this first. I was surprised that he that that he departed the company no matter whose decision it was. I'm not surprised to hear that he wasn't exactly doing backflips over the way he was used. Okay, because I've heard some of that. Um, I can't disagree with him. I mean, I'm a giant fan of this guy's work. I think a lot of people are. He's arguably one of the better in-ring competitors in the game today. Um, I think you pigeon-held him. 
by putting him in that cruiserweight thing and keeping him in there. I think that him not getting that victory over Neville, uh, uh, which pay-per-view was it? Maybe the last pay-per-view he was on, right before he came on this show. Uh, actually, it was right after he came on this show. Um, whatever the name of that show was, I just lose track of the names. Sorry. You know, I'm not a extreme expert. Extreme rule submission match? Some people expect me to be an expert down. It's like I should know every little detail. You know, this happened and then, and that happened then. No, that's not me. Sorry. Nerd! It's not my style. That's not me. Lucy Goosey Jones. That's what they call me. So, all right. So, um, I was surprised. I was totally surprised that, that, that you know, that he is no longer with them. I, I don't know. The guy can talk his butt off. He can work his ass off. This is a guy who shows up on time all the time. This is a guy who's always in shape, uh, takes pride in, obviously, what he puts in his body. He's got a book out about nutrition and about being a vegan and all this jazz. But he takes pride in the way he looks. He takes pride in the way he works. He takes pride in his work. Uh, always in shape, like I said, always on time. Not going to show up to work high. Not going to show up drunk. Not going to show up, you know, messed up. Not going to get into a fight in a bar where, you know, he, you know, he gets in trouble or something like that. This guy is not a headache. Now, I don't know if anything happened in defense of WWE because I don't know that side of that. You know, maybe, maybe he was... Aries was like, look, I, I'd like this to happen. I want this to happen. Why are we not doing this? Maybe he was complaining, and maybe they didn't feel his complaints had merit. Who knows? I don't know. There's two sides to every story, and there's the truth, as the cliche goes. The bottom line is, I guess they couldn't work out something together, and it's a shame. You have the number one worldwide sports entertainment company, uh, worldwide, I should say, uh, and one of the, in my opinion, the better pro wrestlers or sports entertainers in the business today. And they, they couldn't stay in bed together. That kind of sucks. It sucks for the fans. Um, now, Austin Aries has a plethora of places for this guy to apply his craft. And I assure you he will. This guy could end up in Japan anytime he wants. I don't know if he's got a non-compete. I have no idea. Or, you know, maybe he's back to Ring of Honor. Uh, I don't, for some reason, I don't pitch him going to TNA. But you never know. Well, it's not even TNA anymore. It's not even Impact Wrestling anymore, right? That changed. It's, it's global, right? GWG. GFW. Global Force Wrestling. So Jeff Jarrett, um, that's the name of the deal there. So, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe he ends up there. I don't know. I, I For some reason, I don't see. I see him working a lot in Japan. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I, I have not talked to, to Aries about it. Um, you know, uh, I think he'll, um, I think he's going to end up fine. I just feel like, again, all the stuff they're doing with programming with, you know, with from the Cruiserweights to SmackDown to Raw to NXT, you know, to all this, man. It just And it just seems like things were going really well. I mean, from, you know, look, when he injured his eye, that was kind of the, the, the downfall, I guess. Because he, he and uh, Strong, right, with tag team, Roddy Strong, remember that? I don't remember that. I, in NXT, I think, was it Roddy Strong or am I confusing somebody, him with somebody else? I didn't think he was in a tag team. What am I thinking? Dude, he was... Wasn't Aries in NXT and he got the eye injury? He was. Yes. I don't know if he was in a tag team, though. Who was he with? Like, I think that he was an ally with somebody. I keep thinking it was Roddy Strong. Why are you making me doubt myself? I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. Are you... GTS. We're going to check this out. Naomi background music. I'm pretty sure I was. Right now, people are like, yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. People like trying to tweet. They're texting. They're doing all sorts of stuff. People listen to podcasts like, no, you dumbass, Taz. 
There's all sorts of stuff going on. Do we have anything? Yeah, one second. Okay, hold on. He said, wait a second. He said, one second. He, Stop it. All right, he was in the Dusty Rhodes tag team with Roddy Strong. <laughs> I said that! I know. I Damn it, Dennis! Damn I just it. said I didn't remember. I didn't disbelieve you. Your new name is DD. Damn it, Dennis. Damn it, Dennis! You doubted me. You control my mind. Mind F. Jones. I just didn't remember on my own. Good job by you. <sighs> Thanks. You should not be surprised. I'm a friggin' I'm stud out here. You know that. So, um, look it. Here's the thing. He gets out of the NXT. He's still got the eye injury. They got him doing commentary on Raw, him and Cole, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I guess, uh, who was there? Uh, Corey Graves. And it was it, it, during all the uh, 205 stuff. I mean, it was great. He's getting big push Jones, all this stuff. Comes back, and then it just kind of went downhill. Sucks. It sucks. I, I am surprised that he, in a way, that he's gone from there. But it is what it is. Also, before I go to break here and then talk about Great Balls of Fire on the other side of the break, how about uh, the big, big WWE show they did over at the Garden on Friday? I heard it was huge. I heard it was great. Uh, I believe Cowboy went to the show, correct? Cowboy. That is correct. Maybe we can get some buzz from Cowboy later on. He can tell us something. Maybe we'll get Cowboy on the show here, see what he thought of the show. But, man, a big, big deal right there was uh, AJ Styles defeating Kevin Owens to become the new United States champion. Some folks are like, whoa, Taz, why? Why would they do this on a non-televised event? Well, it's genius. Hello. <laughs> We've seen this before where titles have changed hands at live events that's the right way to do it sometimes you know you pop the town man that's what happens then then next time they come into the garden you got to go to the show or any house show for that matter live event because you never know what you're gonna miss it's a great way to set that tone i love the fact they put that title on aj and the garden's always i mean at the garden the garden's always been awesome huge house shows either on friday or saturday nights so maybe they put this on the wwe network something like that they, i'm sure they had cameras shooting it Tell you what, genius move. And congrats to AJ Styles. Uh, I'm sure these two guys, uh, Kevin Owens and him, had a great match. They're both tremendous talents. So that's a big deal right there. And I think it's cool that he won at the Garden. And there was not a Raw, a SmackDown, or a pay-per-view. I think it was cool. All right, that's the deal on that. Go to break. On the side of break, uh, take some calls because the phones have been ringing. Uh, also, uh, Great Balls of Fire, going to talk that up here. Uh, did I like it? Did I not? What match was good? What match sucked? ba 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 Get into the whole thing. Tasho, sit tight. A new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Tash Show here. Back on this Monday edition. Going to talk um, some great balls of fire. We got a lot of people calling the show. Want to get rolled into that. Had to take care of some business in segment one there. Seg two right coming at you here. I want to tell you about uh, my good friends over at Blue Apron, man. Very easy deal right here. You know about Blue Apron. You know they support the Taz Show. Therefore, you need to support them. Very easy deal. Fresh ingredients delivered right to my house, dude. And it can go right to your house. Step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card, and pre-portioned ingredients. And all these meals can be prepared, each meal, I should say, uh, in 40 minutes or less. 
It's just, it's, it's so easy. Very flexible. Customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Okay, and Blue Apron, man, they got several different delivery options. So you can choose whatever fits your needs. And there is no weekly commitment. So you only get deliveries when you want them. You are in control. So let's say you're going on vacation or something, you could just stop that week. No problem. Change stuff. Customize it. And what I love is basically, like I said, the seasonal, the recipes uh, I've said in the past, along with the pre-portioned ingredients, make for great, delicious, home-cooked meals. And check out the price. All for less than $10 per, per meal. It's tremendous. Per meal. Unless you're Dennis Wade's. You can't say per person per meal because he has more than one meal. So it costs him a lot more. So, uh, and the variety is crazy. Choose them. Beef, you know, meats, I should say, fish, poultry, veggie. You customize it. You're never going to get bored. Okay, and the guarantee. How about their guarantee? And also, I got a deal coming up for you. You know that. Their guarantee, Blue Aprons, freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. So, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals. That's right, first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash T-A-Z. That's blueapron.com slash Taz. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So, don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash Taz. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. No doubt about it. Great stuff. Appreciate Blue Apron's love. Ha-ha! Yeah! what I do. I roll along, buzz through it. That's my gimmick. Love the Blue Apron. So, uh, talking about the, um, talking a little bit here about the, uh, the great balls of fire. Great big balls of fire. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I, I, I like the show. Okay, I said the other day, over here on Friday, I thought that it would be a kind of a predictable show meaning the finishes the who wins who lost loses and and i i think i kind of was correct on that for the most part i think so uh for me anyway it seemed predictable um i don't think i was right on every one of my predictions we're gonna have time maybe later on we should go over dennis the um predictions you know see who was right or wrong right i have them if you want them all right well let's go maybe go one by one as we roll i mean the bray wyatt deal uh, they started off with bray wyatt versus rollins uh, you know, I was nervous here for Bray Wyatt. I said the guy deserved, not deserved. I said the guy needs the victory, and he got the victory. Um, I think I said that on Friday. He he should get the win. Correct. That is correct. What did you say? I also agreed with you. That was going to be my my secret. And spoiler. what about uh, Anthony? Uh, he stopped taking part. You you got annoyed. He oh, did I owed, shut him down. He did owe you. <laughs> he gave me a ditto. So he didn't get past yeah. the. The first two matches. So right now he's in the he's in the in the the dungeon at the the production studio and at a video room and a control room and he's laughing. He's probably like, "Yeah, you're damn right." Now you want me to tell you what I said and you you shut me down, Taz. Right? He's happy. Verbatim. Yeah. Of course. We know that. So laughing away. Yes. So, anyways, um, okay. So Bray Wyatt, right? He wins. I like the, the way he won. Just cheat. Just I, I poke Jones. Just poke him. Poke him in the eye. Get your victory. Um, one thing I want to say, uh, look, this match was very good. Both these guys are pros. I'm a fan of both these guys' work, Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt. I want to say this. It, it did seem weird. I don't know about to you, Dennis, or to anybody else out there. It seemed weird to me just watching Seth Rollins in the opening match. You know, it, it seemed odd to me. I mean, there's nothing wrong with opening matches, by the way. I told you guys that. That's when the audience the most hottest, you know? I thought it was an interesting choice. I wanted, I wanted to bring that up to you. 
because you th- both those guys big name superstars and you traditionally as you just said yeah. you want you want a hot start i thought it was a great decision to do that yeah i i, I don't i'm not saying see now i hope you didn't just put words on my mouth I no you, you said you said it was tried. an interesting choice you, it is, you it is. i don't think it was the right choice i don't think this should have been the first match what i'm saying was it was odd for me I namely said Seth to watch Seth Rollins in the opening match. That seemed odd to me. Okay, I would not have went with this to kick off the show. I would have went with Sasha and Alexa Bliss to kick off the show. That's what I would have done. That's how I would have done it. Just me. Okay? That's a good hot start. Um, And the girls are going to give you something different than than the rest of the card. But whatever. It's neither here or there. Uh, Bray wins the match with the eye poke. I want to point something out to you that jumped out to me. Um, Seth Rollins is a tremendous, tremendous talent. I'm a big fan. I told you guys, I was a fan of him back in the Tyler Black days when he was Tyler Black. You know, I was I was in TNA, and I was telling people in TNA, hey, you got to get this guy in this company. This guy, I don't even know this kid Tyler Black, but I know this guy's legit, and he's going to be a freaking world champion, you know, and it didn't happen. But, you know, I, I'm just saying – uh, I, I'm a big fan of Seth Rollins, Tyler Black, whatever you want to call him. I don't even know the guy's real name. Whatever it is, the guy is a beast. He's great. I will say this, just a little critique in a respectful manner I give towards this young man. I don't know him, never met him. Um, <clears throat> he got poked in the eye pretty heavily. Um, it was, it, it was When he initially got poked, Seth Rollins, he sold it great. And then he got hit with, the, what's the finish called? The, the Sister, Alleg- Sister Abigail, Abigail that uh, Bray, Bray does. And he stopped selling his eyes. Now, I understand you land on the back of your head, so the thought process is maybe he's temporarily knocked out. I don't know. I, I just think there was a little bit of a disconnect because after the one, two, three, and Bray wins, now Seth started selling his eyes like crazy again. So he gets poked in the eyes. He sells. He gets the sister Abigail. Boom. One, two, three. He's not selling during the one, during the two, during the three. There's nothing. He's just laying there, not dead. And then... Once the match is over, he's up selling his eyes again. It's there's I, I there's got to be consistency. Again, uh, free consulting Jones over here. Yeah, this is why this show shouldn't be free. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. But but the thing is, like it, it's you got to sell. I think a little bit now. People are like Taz, who the hell are you to tell someone to sell? You never sold. Look, I said this before. I was not a good seller. My mind was in the right spot. <laughs> I wanted to sell. I just wasn't good at selling. So I always assume every other pro wrestler is better than me at selling, and that's the truth. I sucked at it. I knew when and when not to sell. I just wasn't good at pulling on the putting on the act of selling. So um, I just think that he should have done something. He would just grab his eyes for a second or grab his eyes in his head while the one, two, three was happening. Just something. Just something should have happened instead of nothing happening on the one, two, three. It, it, Normally, I would say, I should say, most fans aren't even looking at that. And I'm not, I, I do nitpick sometimes. I nitpick on the things that jump out to me when, that would have jumped out to me when I was a broadcaster as a color commentator of wrestling. And that's something that would have jumped out to me if he would have been selling his eyes in the back of his head while the one, two, three was happening. He didn't do that, Seth. And I think he should have. Just a little critique. Did you not notice this? I'm sure you did not. Notice. I did not, no. Yeah. And I... Love when you add insight like well, that. This is what it's I good do. To know. I mean, come on, yeah, please. This is no. There's no reason to, to kiss my ass. Will you I stop? Mean, it really isn't. I mean, you know. I mean, it's rare that you throw a compliment towards me because you're cool. Um, well, thank you. You'd be real cool when you had to have a job. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you'd be really cool outside. Oh yeah, fall's coming, buddy, and you're gonna fall flat on your face. 
because I'm going to cut you loose once it gets cold out. I think I got a lot of blubber to keep me You'd warm. You'd be a chunky ginger guy in the corner eating soup. You know what I mean? Yep, you're damn right. So anyways, uh, but yeah, I, I, I like the match, though. I thought the match was good. I mean, it was real good. Again, I wouldn't have started the show off with it, but it didn't hurt. I mean, it's two guys with star power, to your point, Dennis, that started the show off. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know? So, uh, I liked it. It was okay. Hey, Steve in Massachusetts, you are on the Taz Show. What do you say there, guy? Good moment to the man running the game, the host that's been A1 since day one, Poppy Don. I'm running the game. Stop. Yes. The sausage, the salted up salami, who needs dirt sheets when you have dirty meats, Mr. Man Meat Marinara, Dennis Jones. Every moniker going. Uh, good to hear from you, Steve. How can I help you, sir? Uh, good, man. I, I just wanted to talk to you guys about the state of the show. I knew you guys had a little conversation last week about um, how, you know, when the captain left everything, you thought everyone thought that everything was going to fall apart. Yes. Buy a hat. And, um, yeah, to, to, to be honest with you, like I, I think I've said you before, I think the show is literally ten times better without the captain as much as I miss the guy. And I already said it. Dennis is the man. That, that's very nice. That's Ryan, for, uh, the check's in the mail. I think that's Dr. Steve. K. That was Dr. K. Steve, is there any truth to the rumor that you are Dr. K? No, I'm kidding. Uh, Steve, that's very nice of you, buddy. I appreciate that, man. No problem. That's all I wanted to call and talk to you about. Have a good day, guys. All right, bud. Thanks, man. That was very nice of Steve. And anytime you want to call and give a comment like Steve did, you're more than welcome to. That was very nice. And look, the show, look, the show keeps on rolling. I've always said that. Uh, this show is like a, you know, I mean, it's um, it's something that will, it's going to keep on going uh, as long as I have a platform. It's going to keep on going, have an audience, obviously. Uh, and no matter who works on the show, um, hopefully you, Dennis, stay around forever. But Thank you might you. not. Yeah. Well, I'd like to. Yeah. Well, we got you on record now. <sighs> we do, because sometimes people, they just bail out of here quick you know they can't take it it's tough tough show to be on it's a fun show to be on it is fun it is fun some people they miss being on the show they're gone now (laughs) come that was uh, robbie robbie would robbie would have stayed for the long run he wanted to just it didn't work out you know but he i love robbie he knows that so uh show keeps on rolling baby that's what we do here must be nice to hear someone call and comment you, huh, Dennis? Few and far between. But thank well, you very you much, Well, you bring Steve. on that hate yourself. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, you're I embrace a tough it. guy because you're one of the best linebackers of all time. And you act like a tough guy out here. You know what I mean? It's the last time I show you my highlight reel. <laughs> oh, actually, if you have a highlight reel, it needs to run in this show. It's by about the way. seven seconds long. Do, do you have footage of... I know you just gave me a great idea. Do you have footage <laughs> of your high school days at home? Uh, Does your mother have it or what? I'm... I mean, I definitely have it. I don't oh know. I, I can. I can ever. Dude, if it's on film, it well, I'll, I will pay to have it converted to VHS. Okay, VHS. It, it, I actually think it is on VHS. If it's on VHS. I will pay to have it converted to uh, to uh, digital, and just to run it in my show, and then I will sue you <laughs> after that. Um, yeah, no, I, I want that in my show. I want to see you, and I will critique your tackling ability, and you're supposed to be. Uh, you know, rivaling Harry Carson from the great New York Giants back in the day. I was a big uh, grab cloth guy. Yeah, I'm sure you are. You are fake news. I'm sure you are. Uh, so, so um, yeah. So I want to check that out. Get back into this thing here. Uh, but that was nice. This guy uh, from Massachusetts here. Who was it, Steve? Steve. To call and say that uh, those nice things about the show. And that's it. The show keeps on rolling with or without 
whoever was on the show. If you were here, I appreciate your contributions. Now you're gone. Buy a hat. It's that simple. We move on. That's how we do it here. Just always moving on. I told you guys have no fear. Yeah. I'm the main villain up in this biatch. I'm talking street. You heard that, Dennis? That, that was. <laughs> <laughs> Once I start talking street, I start getting all urban on your ass. Like, oh, I get nervous. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. Stop! Uh, anyway, so I'm glad we got sidetracked a little bit there. I got sidetracked, but uh, it's okay. Now you all understand. Steve from Massachusetts put the show over. That's all that matters. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I got to tell you, the match that to me that was tremendous, okay, tremendous, that I didn't expect to be this good was that Hardys versus Cesaro and uh, Sheamus. This match was excellent. Finishes and false finishes were excellently placed. <clears throat> uh, the whole thing, I really, really, really enjoyed this thing. Man, they timed this thing out towards the end, and the heels won the match, uh, four to three, uh, with the amount of victories in in, in that said match, um, off the uh, su- uh, Swanton by Jeff Hardy, where Jeff, I guess, thought that Sheamus was the legal man, but yet Cesaro was, and Cesaro picked up the scraps on that. Once, uh, you know, um, um, Jeff hit the uh, swanton. The beauty of this, too, the little unwritten thing there, I, I, you know, I don't know if the announcers said this in this match. By the way, the announcing, and I tweeted this, especially Michael Cole, was absolutely spectacular in this match. This is what Cole, why he makes the big bucks. And this is the thing. Let me get to Cole in a second. I just want to say one thing. The only thing I think that the announcers missed a teeny bit on this match where they missed something, and this is nitpicking now, okay, was I think they had an opportunity off the swanton because he, he, Jeff Hardy, nailed the swanton on on, uh, uh, Sheamus and then came in, uh, you know, Cesaro to get the win. I would have try to as a commentator it's a color commentator role one of those guys either booker or um or Corey should have did it i don't know if they did so i apologize if they did because i don't i didn't think i heard it sell how how hard that move is on jeff even when he nails a guy with it his own move the swanton how difficult it is on the human body to flip like he does nail a guy that's why he got beat with his own move without and he didn't miss the move that's what was cool about it Usually you'll see a guy miss the move, and then the other guy comes in and gets the pin. This cat didn't miss the move. He nailed the move, Jeff Hardy, and still lost the match. I thought that was cool. Did you hear the announcers? I don't think they put over the physicality. I don't think they did. They definitely made a point. Uh, Sheamus isn't the legal man, and then it it all happened too quickly for them to do it. Maybe there wasn't enough time, but that's the difficult part about pro wrestling announcing, which I've said many times out here. You know, it's not like calling a baseball game. <laughs> it's not like calling a football game. Well, guys are in a huddle. You got time to talk. You got time to catch up. You know, uh, it's fast. It's fast. These matches are six, well, TV matches. Six minutes, seven minutes, and you got to move your ass through these matches. Sell the physicality. Sell the storyline. Plug what's coming up later on. There's a lot going on. There's B-roll. There's a lot going on. A lot going on. So, you know, they had a little pay-per-view matches. You have more time to talk. But this was going into the finish. Uh, and again, that's not me knocking the announcers all this match. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, but back to Michael Cole. This is why Cole makes the big bucks here, kids. Okay? It's not because, um, you know, some some of you guys give him a hard time. You don't like his work. 
what, what's the big knock on him? Well, he, he's, he always said the vintage thing, or he might say some of the same words twice, or something like that, right? Dennis, what would you say yeah. some of the negative things on him? Tell me. Like, I mean, definitely his, his quote-unquote catchphrases, oh, that's vintage, Randy Orton, RKO, like all right. that, and then uh, he's a he's a shill for the company, but that's... Well, that's what, your job. Duh. I mean, that's what you get paid to do. You have to shill. I mean, you're, yeah. <laughs> you have, you're getting paid. You're, you know, you're, you're the front man for the freaking company. I mean, you know. So, so the thing is, though, Cole doesn't get paid to call every move exactly perfect. He's not Gordon Soley. That this is a different era. He's not Jr. either. Okay, it's a different different era here, and it's been going on for the past many years with Cole. Okay, he is great at, and he always has been. And all the years I worked with him, I could tell you this as a shoot. His inflection in building up angst and building the emotion and building the climax to the finish has always been tremendous. And he knows what match to do it and what, what match is not. He knows how to bring it home, as we call it. He really does. He always was good at that. Always. And and that's the real, where the real big bucks are, besides the intricacies of the show. Because he runs the show. He's, he, you know, any play-by-play guy. Joey Styles, Mike Tanay, Jim Ross, whoever whoever's the, the, the lead play-by-play guy on said show, whatever it is. You know, and, and they call really... In this match here with the Hardy Cesaro and Cesaro and Sheamus, really got you in the emotion of the match. He really did, and he didn't scream at you from the beginning of the match to the end. He wasn't screaming like he was doing the Braun Strowman entrance. He didn't do that, and he wasn't Meek Mill either. All quiet. He was talking to you, and he builds. He builds the crescendo up on the right time and knows when to bring it down, and he knows how to feed the commentators. I mean, he's directing traffic with two commentators. I mean, you know, he. I, I thought he had a great night last night, Cole. I did a shot homeboy a text, too, and I put him over, okay? He replied with the middle finger uh, emoji to me. No, no, I'm kidding. He didn't. He thanked me. He was very kind. We, we, we sent a couple of texts to each other, but but at the end of the show. But I said, hey, man, great job. You know, he, had, he had a great night. I thought he was excellent, you know? So, um, but um, I really thought he told this story well. I don't know if other folks noticed that, but it jumped out to me. Excellent match, though, by the talent, by the four guys in the ring and the referee. Uh, really, really well done. Doesn't hurt this, uh, the hardest. I, I did. I, I predicted the Hardys would win. I think I was wrong, right? Yeah, I did predict that, right? You did, yes. Who did you predict? I said Sheamus and Cesaro. What about Ant? Was he playing along at this point? Nope, that he was. He was out then too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Jesus. He only got the cruiserweights and the Enzo and Big Cast match. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Then we got uh, Sasha and uh, Alexa Bliss. That match there. I'm not going in necessarily order here. I, I kind of am. I don't mean to, but. I'm just looking at my cheat sheet here of what what happened. Um, you know, look, these girls work well together. I I, I would have started the pay per view with this match. I would have, but I would I wouldn't have had a count out. I would have had a real finish. You know, I um. I would have, somehow, some way. You know, you gotta have Alexa win via cheating. She's got a lot of heat. This girl in a good way. So, how about that spot with the arm? Now, somebody tweeted that she's done this uh, this um, dislocated Jones spot on SmackDown. I somehow remember this when someone tweeted that. And I don't remember who, so I apologize, whoever you are. Remember that, Dennis, or not? I don't remember it, but I saw people yeah, saying that she's happened. done it before. Yeah. It don't matter. It just freaks me out. I'm not a fan of the... Uh, I mean, some guys might be into that, a girl with a dislocated leg or arm. 
I mean, I can picture Anthony like hey, that. Oh, Ant definitely. Hey, can I take you to the dumpster and <laughs> maybe we can like bend your limbs weird? Maybe you could pop your elbow a little bit for me in the dumpster. You know? Can you reach that old sandwich? <laughs> Hey, Ant, that's that's just that's not right, bro. He's such an ass. They call me the Shockmaster. Whoa, Ant's first bleep! Congratulations, potty potty mouth Jones. Watch your mouth, sir. Speaking of uh, a holes, uh, (laughs) they uh, they gotta watch. They got Cass with that. What do they call him? Cass hole. Cass hole. That was that was uh, Dallas bringing the wood right there. I liked it. There was a lot of Cass hole signs. Yeah, that's. I don't. I, I don't think WWE will run with it, even though he's a heel. It's, it's pretty entertaining. They should, but they won't. Yeah, I don't think they will. But it's pretty entertaining. I have to say, it was. It was pretty. I was like, wow, interesting. Uh, hey, Ryan in Florida, you're on the Taz show. What do you say there, house? Uh, good morning, Team Taz. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, um, yes. I, I didn't. I didn't see the uh, double dislocation there ever. <laughs> right, and, right. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, as a guy that doesn't mind blood or guts, you know, that stuff, when I saw that, I was like, oh, oh, man, that's a bad, bad deal. Yeah. And Sasha, Sasha's reaction where she was momentary, like, oh, yeah. that's not supposed to happen. Uh, it got me hook, line, and sinker, and what a great time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, there's a lot of content out there, right? There's so much good wrestling out there, no matter what, whatever floats your boat, you know what I mean, Ryan? So there's a lot of stuff for sure out there. Yes, sir. Thank yeah. Thank you for taking my call, Taz. And uh, honestly, I've been a fa- fan of yours. I'm from the Pittsburgh area originally. Oh, thank you, buddy. And, uh, I, yes, sir. I've been a fan of yours since. Uh, <laughs> oh, since way the, back in the day, huh? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, and Ryan, I, just, I where so Florida? Much. Where Florida are you now? Sarasota. Oh, nice. That's a beautiful part yes, of that sir. state. That's a. I, I love Florida. That's a really nice area there, bro. Is yeah, this your I first time? Travel. Is this your first time calling? It is, sir. But but uh, but if I could, I uh, recently had the big vasectomy. If if we could spare me for a second. Oh boy! Wow, you hit us, Dennis. I, I, wow, jeez, damn, Ryan. I mean, he asked politely. He did ask. It's okay, pal. Let's uh, get well. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, sir. Thank you for taking my call. All right, right. Take care, pal. Wow. Once the guy says that, he shuts you down. Like, all right, what well, we're done. So that's it. Oof. Can't really first time, long time, and when no, when he's he just basically had it this weekend. Vasectomy Jones. Oof. Wow. Snip, snip, city. All right. So on that note, we're going to <laughs> we're going to break. Sorry to cut your call short. Sorry to cut you loose. Ha <laughs> ha. All right, we're going to break here. Other side of break, talk a little bit more about the great balls of the fire, and uh, take a couple more phone calls. A lot of people calling the show, uh, and later on we'll be on Facebook Live. At facebook.com slash attach show. Sit tight. We bring back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here. One hour down, one hour to go. Taz Show. We've been chatting up a little bit of uh, Great Balls of Fire. Going to get into a little sports chatter in a little while, too. Uh, some stuff that's going on in sports I want to talk about. So we'll get into that a little bit. Taking some phone calls. A lot of people later on will be on uh, Facebook Live in the fourth quarter like we normally do at facebook.com <clears throat> slash the Taz Show. 
I had to run to the men's room during the break. As I walk by, there's two different men's rooms on this floor. And uh, if I walk out of this studio and walk to the right, I avoid everybody who's on the show. If I walk out to the other men's room that's on the left, which I did today, I have to walk past the control room where Anthony is working, running, uh, doing video, you know, video work for the show live. And as I walk by, I get to hear him talk on headphones to Dennis, the audio producer of the show, which is always riveting. And they talk like little school girls, no offense to school girls, school kids. They would definitely be a fan of that. And then I go to the men's room, come out of the men's room. Yes, I wash my hands. And I walk by, as I'm walking down the corridor, not even near the control, I hear the laughter and the giddy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I know the Yankee gang. Yeah, yeah, right, Dennis, right? And I hear you two guys acting like little friggin' sixth graders. It, it's, it's grow up, dude. Both of you. Grow up. Sound advice. Thank you. It's annoying. Do your job. Do your job for God's sakes. Both of you. Sitting around playing grab ass, laughing all the time. And get this kid cowboy involved with you, too. You poison him. Cowboy. Association. You become lazy now, too, and, and, and comfy. Just like the rest of you. Holy sick of everybody here on the show. I'm going to fire all of you. Hey, that right now. Hey, uh, Chap Shooter in North Carolina. You're on the Taz Show. What do you say, Haas? Uh, what's up, guys? What's up, Taz team? Hey, how you doing, buddy? Uh, doing good. I'd like to give my off the hooks. I'd like to talk a little bit about Great Balls of Fire. Ah, off the hooks. First one out of the box. Here we go. Go, go for it. All right. I like the um, the old Detroit uh, Lions, the one with Barry Sanders wore. Yeah, uh, it was basically just a uh, la 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 blue jersey with silver letters. No white in it, I believe. Uh, yes. Got it. Going against the uh, New York Giants, uh, old school, I think Lawrence well, Taylor was the one. Lawrence Taylor, where they had like thin stripes on the arms and neck, like red, red and white stripes on the home blue jersey. Because in uh, football, yeah. they wear blue, and they wear solid colors when they're home. Unlike baseball, they wear white. Dennis didn't realize that. All right, and my <sighs> second matchup, I've got the... Dirty Bird, Atlanta Falcons. Ooh, I like their uniforms. I like the, the murdered out jerseys going yeah. against the Seattle Seahawks, the old school. Big mark um, for the Seahawks there. I'm going to give you a little little pointer here. A little, little teaser, chap shooter. In volume two, I'm going to have some Seahawk uniform involvement. I'm just, right. I'm just putting that out there. Okay, good. Continue. All right, and the next two are my main event is my two favorite teams. I got the old school Carolina Panthers against the old school Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Let me ask you a question. How in the hell can you put not one but two teams that aren't even old teams? They're newer teams against each other. They got older looking jerseys, though. No. Dennis, help me out here, please. Uh, Come on. I, hmm. He re- regrets it's, it's to agree with Taz. Now, how many years? 20 years. The Panthers have been around 20 years? 96. Uh, yes. They, they both were in the league in 1996 at the same time. 
I don't know if this 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 might not qualify, chap shooter. We got to put this in. A, we got to have a meeting later. I, I don't know if this Dennis. I don't know. And help me out, buddy. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, this guy wants to give a Jaguar throwback and a freaking Panthers throwback. No one cares. Okay, so chap shooter. Here's the thing. All right, we're gonna let this go. Uh, well, Dennis, you didn't weigh in. No pun intended. <laughs> Sorry. For the best. <laughs> Go ahead, Dennis. Say something, sir, about this. I think I think we got to let it slide. All right. Got All it. Right. And what's your next? Just the third. Right. And I just want to put over okay. everybody who had a third. hate. That was your third match? Oh, yeah, that was my last match, yeah. All right, no problem. All right, what, what's well, the thing about last fair, night? I did All give right, two I want to put over everybody who so had like, a hand in that great ball of the fire show like, because... That was one of the best you know, ball it's kind of the I've same seen time quite period. a while. I thought it was really good, man. I agree, Chap Shooter. I liked it a lot. I did. Um, you know, I only thing in the main event I thought um, went a little. Uh, thank you for calling, Chap Shooter. I thought the main event was. <sighs> I'm not one to say that matches should be longer. I thought Joe and um, I want to get into this later, but I'll just do it now. F it. Um, Joe and Brock really felt a good, legitimate feel to the fight. The fight game, like it felt. Something something big was about to go down before they even got into their match. While Brock was coming out, Joe was in the ring. His eyes were just gazed on his opponent, on Brock. <clears throat> he was ready to fight. He was ready to go. And they went at it and just big bump right out of the box through the announce desk. You're an Bob. Boom. Right through it. Damn. Big man Brock goes through the announce desk. All that jazz. They did not play around. My only problem is I felt like, okay, right away... All that heavy offense that Joe had on Brock that early in the match, I'm like, oh, man, this is kind of like an angle alert that, that Joe's not going to win this match. Um, that was my only problem with it. And, again, that's, again, nitpicking, you know. Did I like the physicality? Yes. The chemistry between Joe and Brock? Absolutely. Do I think that they should do more with these two? No doubt about it. I, I don't think they're going to. I don't think it seems like they're going to go that route because of SummerSlam coming. Um, but I'll tell you, th these two cats, from a physical perspective, have chemistry. Uh, Joe and and Brock, they have chemistry, and and I, I would uh, I'd die on that hill any day in an argument. <clears throat> I really would. I mean, but they're asking the question for a Raw preview tonight: Does Roman Reigns deserve a Universal Championship match? So right there, they're telling you where they're going. See, they're not going with Joe. They're not going. I mean, it's, it sounds like, right? I mean, if you read that sentence, and that's from the WWE uh, website, correct, this? Correct. Yeah. So if you read that sentence, they're telling you right there, you know, Joe's done. You could hear it in the way the announcers called it at the end. You know? Um, I thought it was, a, it was a great night for Joe. I thought it was a great match. I loved the match. I loved Brock's performance. I loved Joe's performance. I did. I thought the match, for my taste, could have been a teeny bit longer, and the finish did come out of nowhere, you know, where where uh, Brock got the win. Uh, again, but I'm nitpicking here. Did you uh, enjoy it or not like it, Dennis, from a fan perspective? I loved the match, and I'm with you in the sense that I don't care about timeline as long as in the amount of time the match was entertaining. It goes back to Lesnar-Goldberg at WrestleMania. Uh short time but it was yeah. an awesome match well well one of the, well, i don't know which one was the shorter one back with lesnar and goldberg one of them was not even a match it was ridiculously no short. that was when uh goldberg beat kevin owens 
for the yeah. for the oh, belt. Okay, it was okay. like I can't just remember. the spear. I don't remember any of this stuff. But all I know is that I think I just I, I I wanted to see more. And if they were going to a rematch or something soon, which I don't think they are, then I'd have no problem with the match being a teeny bit short. And again, I don't think a lot of people run around today saying that match was too short. I I, I, I'm pro- I don't want to say I'm the only one saying it, but and I'm not one to say a match is, should be <laughs> long. I've I've been uh, I've had a lot of matches that weren't long in my career during my title runs. You know, because my character was kind of in that realm. You know, um, but so I'm not sitting here you know, passing judgment on these guys. I'm not blaming them. It's I feel like maybe the company took out a minute or two of their match. It just seemed like it needed like one more minute, maybe. Maybe because I liked it so much, I wanted to see more. I guess that was it. Regardless, uh, neither here or there. I thought it was a good night for both the guys. Um, you know, Brock definitely looked good. One of the announcers, it might have been Booker or Corey, said he looks to be in a little better shape. Looks like Brock maybe. I, I, Brock always looks in good shape to me. He's such a big, thick monster. But Brock definitely looked like he maybe cut a few pounds and leaned up. Maybe he's up this cardio game or watch this diet a little more who knows um but he definitely looked a little leaner so um and and joe looked good too i i just thought i i just i just want to see more of these guys i just uh, i i love the angle uh, i thought the announcers did an excellent job building this thing up as one of the guys who walk into the ring i don't remember if it was joe or if it was brock and they were selling it really strong like it's a fantasy match fantasy booking type thing you know I, I'm paraphrasing. I do not remember the exact words, but I know the aura, the feel I felt from the announced team, all three guys, the build-up to this made the match feel really big. And they did their job. So, I, I and again, I liked, like, uh, we just had a, you know, chap shoot a call from North Carolina, and he was saying he loved the, the whole pay-per-view, and I agree. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was good, and they, and they capped it off the right way with this, this match. Um... And now we'll see where they go here. Just they're saying, you know, does Roman Reigns deserve a, uh, a shot? Um, by the way, uh, one of the matches I didn't talk about, <coughs> or two of the matches I didn't talk about, was the ambulance match and also Enzo and Cass. Now, look, Enzo and Cass, there's really not much to say here. I mean, this was a squash. I mean, you know, Cass squashed them. It's really that simple. It just squashed them. Uh, it was all promo. The match was all promo for Enzo to get himself over, to get the character over on the mic. At first, I was like a little cringeworthy deal where you're referencing Frank Sinatra, uh, the song That's Life. You know, look, as a legend, I'm a big mark for Sinatra. Many millions of fans in different generations are, but there are a lot of younger folks that watch WWE program that don't know who Frank Sinatra is. So, you know, I, I, I don't want to say Enzo dated himself here, but, you know, I don't know if I would have went that route just because he has the tattoo on his shoulder of old Blue Eyes. I'm thinking he's saying old Blue Eyes right away, and people don't know who old Blue Eyes is. I mean, if you're not, maybe didn't grow up in a household like that or you're not old enough or, I don't know, you, you wouldn't know Frank's, who old Blue Eyes is. That's Frank Sinatra, um, the legendary, the late great, you know, but... He brought it around really well, Enzo, with the That's Life promo. You know, it's it's uh, about the song, the legendary song, That's Life. That's Life! That's what people say. Oh, yeah, I know it, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get no bluesy on you. I had someone tweeting, too. Like, oh, you're going to sing this tomorrow. That's, that's, I, I wouldn't sing the whole song. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know. 
that's not my style I wish we could play it but you know we can't but I'll tell you this much there's a song and then I've said this on the end I know Lee Mean he'll do his due diligence I've said this I don't know if you want to show back this when this happened Dennis or if it was um, the captain or Seth I don't remember who it was but there, I talked about this or sang it. There's a line in this. Uh, I, I love it. Um, I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn and a king. Yeah, you know that line? You don't know that line, do you? I was actually, it was one of the days I was shadowing, I remember. You remember this? I do remember this. So they hacked Very me. Very well. They hacked me with the That's Life. They also hacked me with Dean Ambrose's shirt. I've been using the saying, no good deed goes unpunished on the show. Have you not heard this, Dennis? You have said that, yes. Okay, and now I see there's a shirt now that this cat, Dean Ambrose, has that says, no good Dean. And on the bottom, I think it must say, goes unpunished or goes punished. Hack again. Okay, they're all over the show. They're all, they, they won't admit it. They're hacking me left and right. This That's Life thing, I'm the first one in pro wrestling to bring this song forward. Because I did it on my show here. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn and a king because I did it, I did because the captain was a pirate. That makes sense. Thanks, Dennis. Buy a hat. That's life. That's what people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. <laughs> Slunker. Anyway, he broke down the whole song. It was a little long, the promo. <laughs> I got to be honest. He, I mean, he broke down the whole song and uh, put it towards who he is, his character, you know, Enzo. I was creative. It was different. Um, you know, you got to make the boss smile. So I'm sure, you know, Vince obviously knows who Frank Sinatra is from that era. You know what I mean? It was good, though. Did you not like the Frank Sinatra thing? No, I didn't mind it. Well, also, I think it's funny. You were saying how... Some people might not understand it. It's a dated reference. Yeah. The name of the pay-per-view was Great Balls of Fire. Good point, <laughs> sir. Good so point. I, th I think it fits that mold. <laughs> Did you hack that from someone who actually had an original thought? Original thought? Wow. How about that? Look at that. That's awesome. Yes. You are. That's the beginning of dead air right there. You're bringing the success. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, you're Hop on my back, Ian. I'll carry us to greatness. Oh, yeah. Hey, Just don't yell in his ear when you're on his back. You'll make him deaf. And Alex in Dallas, the big D, you are on the Taz Show. What's up there, Haas? Hey, what's up, Taz? How you doing, Alex? Hey, I'm pretty good, man. First time calling in. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I've done that right in the end bag. Uh, no, no. That didn't work. You said it the wrong way. Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, okay. I actually... Uh, I actually was at Great Balls of Fire last night, and I have a, I have a very brief anecdote if uh, if you have time. Oh wait, hold on. Weren't you the guy with the Tash? Oh no, no, no. I didn't see you with a Tash show sign. My bad. Um, all right, so Sorry, go ahead. give me give me your anecdote. Go ahead. Hey man, so actually, uh, I live in downtown Dallas, uh, kind of about kind of by the arena. Oh and, really? Uh, yeah, and uh, Enzo Amore actually tagged himself in a picture at uh, Hooters last night, and I, I'm walking my dog. I don't. I don't actually notice that picture. What kind of dog you have? What kind dog. of dog? What kind of dog you have? She is a beautiful Catahoula Red Healer mix. I don't even know what the f that is. What's her name? <laughs> She's a catalog. She's wired. She's crazy. She's a catalog, like a book. Yes. Right. Okay. All right. So she's a <laughs> catamaran. 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 Like a catalytic yeah. converter. So I'm walking around this cattle ranch that happens to be downtown Dallas, and right. uh, 
I'm looking at, I'm looking up and who do I run into? No no other than Enzo Amore. Just walking uh, in the streets of Dallas. Yeah, and, and he's he's just walking out of Hooters alone and uh you know, I, I I tried not to mark out, but obviously this man sticks out. Um, I'm like, you know, I tried to talk to him. I just said, hey, man, uh, you know, kill it tomorrow. And uh, basically, he just kind of, for lack of a better word, for lack of a better term, cursed me out. Uh, he gave me a picture, but uh, I don't know. I was thinking maybe somebody, somebody like Enzo, who seems to be at maybe some sort of crossroads. Do you think that maybe that messes with your psyche? Like when you're out in public like that, maybe. No. I don't know because when, when I see him out, he just seems like a really cool guy, and I got to be honest, it kind of bummed me out to. Hold on, wait, wait. Let uh, me get this straight. Hold on a second. Let's back up. You, uh, you stated, sir. You stated, Alex, that the man cursed you out. Then you say he's a good guy. I'm a little confused there. Uh, I, I'm saying just uh, the the input that or the insight that I get from looking on his Instagram and his Snapchat and I understand he's putting on a character and right. and not everybody is you know all bubbles and sunshine 24-7 I understand that oh, right of course yeah. so what are you saying you expect him the guy to be nicer in public what time of the night was this uh around like 11-ish. And I, he was saying, I got a big day tomorrow, and I, I totally get that. Dude, I you just, know what, if the guy's, is, you know, if you bumped into this guy, and he, you know, it, 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 you, you people, okay, fans, you got to understand something that, you know, yeah. this is this is not, and I think you get it, Alex, because you kind of alluded to it, so I think you do understand what I'm about to say. You know, yeah. th- th- Enzo Amore is not Enzo Amore 24-7. And none of these guys and girls are who you see 24 7 they can't be they have lives you know they 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 guys going to hooters maybe to have a beer and some wings and and you know and then go back to his room i mean and just chill out i mean he's just he's you know he's on the road full time he wants to chill and then you got some guy walking his catalog dog coming up to him and saying (laughs) hey let me take a picture with you i want to put it on my snapchat my snap face my son i want to put it on my snap gimmick you know i mean so you, you know i'm not saying you shouldn't have approached the guy but you can't expect the guy to walk around and start going, I'm the realest guy in the room, Alex. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally get you, man. What's your dog's name? Uh, her name is Maggie. And actually, I just pulled up to my house, and she's staring at me through the window. It's melting my heart. Uh, no one cares. That's awesome. Well, listen, Alex, I appreciate you calling, buddy. Hey, thank you, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, you too, pal. There you go. Did that even happen? What kind of dog was it? A catalog? Uh, catalog. It's a catalog dog. Yeah, it's, a, it's the dog that looks like a book. You ever see them? It's like pages. It's like the dog. You know, it's like all the hair, and you could turn the page of the dog's hair. His oh, tail. I know it. You could turn his tail upside down. You can flip him around. You put his legs like this. See? You could do it like this. Then, look. Like you could just you flip his legs, and it's like a book. He's like a spin, like a Rolodex dog. You ever see these dogs? The Rolodex dog That's did, what he's got. won Best in Show a couple a, years back. Catalog dog over here that's got. You know what I mean? Part of my French. We got people calling from Texas walking dogs in the middle of the night like a catalog E5L now. Oh my God. Stop me, Dennis. I can't help myself. All right, enough dog talk. <laughs> stop that, please. Stop. Oh, man. John. Yes. What's up, Haas? You're in Massachusetts. You're also on the Taz Show. How can I help you, big guy? Hey, I just wanted to uh, say, uh, first of all, big fan. Been a fan back from the EC Dub days. Uh, Thank you, buddy. To finally get to talk to you. Um, Thanks. Thanks. Things about the main event last night, sir. Um, I, I loved. It, it seemed like such a real fight. 
that uh, and it was, it was one that I was looking forward to, but I kind of <clears> thought it just came up a minute or two short. Like I was, I blinked, and all of a sudden he's in the F5 and it's over for the three count. John, is there an echo in here? I just said that. I know. <laughs> no, no, I know, but I was just when I was listening when yeah, uh, when yeah. you were saying that, and, I, and it was exactly what I was thinking last night. Oh, good. Night. Like, yeah, it, because it was, dude. It was a little short. I mean, not a lot. It was a great match. You're right. The physical. It. it was. I loved it too. But it was just a teeny bit short. I mean, and it's good to hear that someone else felt the same thing. You know what I mean? But I, I, I don't think it, I don't, I didn't feel like, oh, what a waste of pay per view. The main event stunk. I didn't feel like that. I, I loved it. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of both these guys, professionally and personally. So, I mean, I was happy to see them knock it out of the park. You know? No, I am as well. And and, and, and like I said, I had the network, and and this was the first pay per view in a while that I've been really excited about. Just you know, specifically for the main event. Yeah. And yeah. I'd love to see this continue with these two guys. Um, but again, with the, with uh, the lead-in is for Monday. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like they're not going to, dude. I don't know. We'll see tonight. But that, like you said, the lead-in on that, that sell for it on their website is like about Roman Reigns, you know? Yeah, which is, well, I, and I, I, you know, I like him as well. But I, yeah. I, I'd like to see this one go a bit longer. I hear you, Big John. All right, buddy. I appreciate you calling. Hey, I got one more quick question for you. You yeah. going to the Cape Cod this year? Oh, well, that's uh, on a need-to-know basis. And I can't. Yeah, no, I actually, uh, we're going to hit Cape Cod at some point this summer. We are. Yes, yes. Why do you ask? Uh, because I'm getting ready to leave there soon myself. Where, where, whereabouts you go in the Cape? Uh, we we stay in East Ham, but we ro- we run anywhere from like Orleans. Oh yeah, Wellfleet. I know the whole area, bro. I run the game over there, dude. I mean, I run around Cape Cod. You would think I'm from Massachusetts. I'm the only New Yorker that people love there, and I'm the boss. It's just that simple. I hey, run up. Go to the Marconi Barbecue, though. If you haven't hit that yet. No, I have not. Uh, but I'm sure they know me. But yeah, Hyannis Port, the whole thing. Get the Hyannis. You got to be careful over there. You got all sorts of stuff. You got the Chatham. You got the Orleans. You got the you got the East Orleans. Are you from Boston? Where are you originally from? Uh, I'm from Western Mass. Oh, really? Right, right near the right near the New York border. Gotcha, pal. So I mean, it's obvious that you're probably a big Patriot fan, right? I am not, sir. I'm a, a Raider fan. I love you. All right, big guy. Well, look, I appreciate it, John. Thanks, man. Hey, good luck. Continue success, sir. Have a good one. Thank you. Real simple. Probably the only guy in Massachusetts. That's a class act right there. John in Massachusetts. You see that? Class act Jones. I'm going to break. Uh, other side of break. <coughs> Excuse me. Come back, talk a little bit. And on the other side of break about the, uh, little bit about the ambulance match. Not much. We'll talk a lot of the great balls. i got to get into some sports talk. We'll be on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash Taz Show. Be right back here, bitches. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. My body is so addicted to caffeine and sad. I, I never get enough caffeine. I don't even get a buzz on caffeine anymore. Like, wake up, you know? Sucks. Dennis, you're not a coffee guy, right? I've never had a sip of coffee. That's sacrilegious. You know what? I would say it's good. It's good. You'll stay healthy that way, but you look so unhealthy. That ship sailed a while ago. All the chicken skin you eat and pork rinds. 
saw you the other morning, you were just, just guzzling, just beef jerky, dipping it in that mayonnaise sauce that you had. It was gross. And you're drinking water because water's healthy. Water's healthy, Taz. I drink water, yeah. 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 Mayonnaise, mayo aioli. You were eating mayo areola. That's what you were eating. Yes. You go, mmm. See you in Chicago. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sex Fiend Jones. That's you, eh? That's you. That's you, Dennis. All about doing the Humpty Dump. Humpty Dump. How do you say it? I do the Humpty Dump. Yeah, remember that song? That's you. Sex Fiend Jones. That's you. You love problems. you some woman. What? You got Any woman. Pork rinds and women. That's you. It's going on my tombstone. And beer. I do enjoy my alcohol. I know. I've heard. Some people think you might need an intervention. Have you heard? Ah, I told you that in confidence. <laughs> the day I... Uh, the day we, we open this door when the show's over... And this guy's sitting there. Oh, that was great because I had an idea. Oh, Lordy B. All oh, I said was some people, you, uh, next thing you know. Oh, my God. Next thing you know, you start assuming it's that other guy. Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. I'm not saying you were wrong either, but I digress. So, um... <laughs> So anyway, uh, talking about um, Great Balls of Fire. Before I wrap up the Great Balls of Fire chat, I didn't get a chance to speak on the ambulance match. Ooh, yes. So Roman Reigns and uh, Braun Strowman. Yeah. It's pretty good, man. I got to tell you, these type of matches are funky. You know what I mean? Like, they're funky. You know, you hear ambulance match. At me, as a former wrestling announcer, I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to call this. Because there's really no finish. It's kind of like an anticlimactic thing. All right, let's throw the guy in there and close the two doors. That's the finish. Like, oh, that kind of sucks. You know, so they made it work. They did this pretty good right here, kids. They did a good job on this. The finish happened. The match went on for a while. The physicality, the stage, the this, the that, the throwing the guy into the into the side of the freaking ambulance. The, it was very, very physical. And all that worked. And the anger and the rage... And the selling, the pure amount of selling that Roman Reigns did for this match was insane. I might have said this before recently, Dennis. I don't recall. But this guy here, Roman Reigns, deserves a lot of credit for how good he sells. A lot of credit for as good as he sells. And that's the truth. And by the way, we are on Facebook Live. I didn't mention that. So hello, everybody, at Facebook.com slash attached. I didn't get a chance to mention that. But he, meaning um, Roman Reigns, deserves more credit. Um for how well he sells. And when he does his business with Braun, he sells a bunch. I mean, so uh, I thought that uh, he did a good job here, Roman Reigns. And most people, when they think of Roman, they don't think of that. But he did. I mean, he's putting this guy over big time. Look, man, I don't know who the heel is. I don't know who the babyface is. I, I really don't. I love to sit here and act like I know. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with both guys. I'm not complaining about it. I'm not bitching. I'm just saying I think it's the way it is now with some talent. Some talent. It's clear-cut. That guy's the good guy. That guy's the bad guy. But then there's like, okay, with some talent, okay, he or she is gray area, and he or she is gray area. And that's kind of what this is, you know, uh, especially with the act that we saw at the very end where Roman 
in character takes this ambulance and backs it up and destroys it into the container, the uh, the you know the trailer part of the tractor trailer, the semi, you know. So, um, you know, they did some camera work there. They they did some some Hollywood stuff there, and I thought it was pretty cool. Jaws of Life got involved with the fire department, all that, you know, the impromptu match. I mean, I, I look, I, you know, we all have to kind of pull ourselves out of reality here. They, they had this impromptu match with Heath Slater and Hawkins, right? It was, and right. you know, and then they went back back to the parking uh, parking garage area to when the uh, fire department showed up in Dallas and all this stuff. You know, they're trying to give it that that breaking news, that emergency type feel, that 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 angst that there's a problem backstage oh my god this trapped this giant violent man unfortunately he's injured probably badly and he's trapped inside this ambulance because it was just destroyed by this roman reigns who's living you know um even though it was redemption if you think about it for what what happened at the nassau coliseum on raw with roman and uh, to roman i should say from Braun. right that's how i looked at it you know very good point. Yeah, I don't know if the announcers brought that up. I can't recall. I think they were trying to sell more of, oh my God, you know, Braun is in trouble type thing. He's hurt bad type thing. I, I wanted to feel a little bit more like, why did this guy who, I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy, Roman Reigns, do this? I I think it, it would have been okay to remind people of that. They might have. They might have. There was a lot said during the segment, so if the announcers did that, I apologize. It's not, you know. Uh, so, uh, I'm on Facebook Live, by the way. Jim Wells, Facebook Live. Just so you know, buddy, you're saying WWE released Aries is a mistake by them. I covered this three segments ago, just so you know. Just letting you know that. Okay? Dennis, correct? Did I not cover this? Yeah, segment one. Yeah, so. Yeah. Right out of the box. So. TashShow.com. The show is a lot more than just, you know. Um, Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Thank you. So, <laughs> there's a lot more content here. So, the, the match was a basically uh, uh, kind of a, th- not a throwaway. Once the finish happened and Reigns went for the spear, which I thought was cool, and then uh, uh, Braun got out of the way, <clears throat> and then he, Roman Reigns, ends up inside the, the ambulance. Boom, they close the ambulance door. Braun does, bangs on it. He thinks the, the ambulance drove away, which I think that's why he banged on it. And again, another thing, I, I don't know if the announcers hit that. I think you got to hit that and say, I think Braun thinks that this ambulance drove away type thing. Because when he turned around, boom, here comes Roman Reigns out of the limo, out of the um, ambulance again. If anybody on Facebook Live remembers what the announcer said there, I'm not sure if they said that or not, but that he, Braun Strowman, is under the impression that the, the ambulance has driven away. He is the victor, meaning Braun Strowman, and he banged on it. Usually you see they bang on, they close the door, and they pop, pop, they bang on the back for the driver to zip out. I don't remember. Maurice Keys Facebook Lives, uh, they didn't. He's saying he announced it and said it. Uh, Darren Davies saying they didn't say it. Matthew Sweeney said no. Okay, so that's three people back to back. Sam Ucora says no, they did not. So okay, so just so I got more than one person agreeing with me that they didn't say it. Not ripping the announcers, but to me that's an important thing to protect Braun Strowman a little bit. He just won the match. He's just so he doesn't look like an idiot, you know. He banged on that ambulance so they drive away. He, that didn't happen. And he turned around, he eats a spear. You know what I mean? And then now the tables have turned, and now Braun is in a lot of trouble and gets thrown into that ambulance. And I got to tell you this right now I really like that Roman threw the guy out of the, out of the ambulance and he drives the thing. 
now the announcers really amped up holy crap what's gonna happen oh shit, it's on you know that feel was there which i thought was really cool and then roman just snapped and again back to the announcers like i said earlier i i don't know man i don't think that they covered the fact that this is redemption or you got to assume to put a qualifier on it it's redemption for what Braun did to Roman on Raw weeks back at the Nassau Coliseum. I didn't hear that. So again, no harm, no foul. It was about the physicality that was put out here. It was heavy. And they tried their best to sell the realism of this with the fire department and stuff like that. You know, um, I did think this part was odd, right? I thought it was kind of funny, but odd. Before the fire department, the fire truck got there, um, <laughs> did anyone else besides me just notice that why is Jamie Noble the only guy that's trying to get this guy out of this freaking ambulance? <laughs> why is Jamie Noble with a, with a, with a tire iron, uh, a crowbar as some call it, the only one trying to get this guy out of this thing before they fight? Like, where are the other agents and where is everybody else? And I love Jamie. I know him. Uh, you know, uh, he's the man. But, like, why is he the only guy? Like, <laughs> you know. Kurt showed up, angle, I got it, but like, you know. Uh, it was funny. To me, it was as Jamie was hilarious. He was, but I don't think this was the point to be funny. <laughs> no. It was supposed to be serious, but it was funny. Uh, yeah, I'm just thinking, where are the other guys? Where, you know, Devon's, uh, uh, Devon Dudley is, is an agent. Uh, who else? Arn Anderson is an agent. Jeez, there's a bunch of guys, you know. Um, where, where is everybody? Where, where's all the refs? Where's I mean, they should have had, and then they had like four or five of just extras there with, put your cell phones down, their video, like, I don't, you know, I just felt like it should have been more, just more people, like more chaotic, all trying to pry that door open, everybody, you know, have Booker T or Corey leave the announce desk to run back there to help, they're trying to do it, you know, you know, really, I just, instead of one guy with a tire iron, I just think, it just seemed a little weird. Again, I'm nitpicking a little bit. So, you know, I don't know. You agree or no, Dennis? Yeah, yeah it, was, it wasn't It was supposed to be funny. The, the funniest part for me was when the crash first happens, Roman gets out, and then as the camera pans, it's just Kurt Angle. What and his, the? he's got the best <laughs> eyes and, and it was oh, just Kurt? like yeah, no, what the hell awesome. are you doing man <laughs> no. like, it, was just like, it was like it was like two buddies like they woke up after a night like, of binge drinking he, he, <laughs> he, wasn't even, he, he wasn't even like mad mad he was just like what was that oh <laughs> uh, he tried to kill him like that's what that was <laughs> and Angle's, he did do that I didn't think of that you're right his eyes were it just like fun. he had those bug eyes was, the thing with Kurt I looked, it, it's tough for him to use Kurt in my opinion in that serious role because Kurt remember <laughs> Kurt's a funny guy so he does a lot of the comedy stuff when he was you know back in the day and it's he's funny you know so I think <laughs> sometimes that jumps out and people remember that you know Oh, God. Uh, hey, uh, Kenny in Connecticut, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say to the house? Taz, you are the man. Thank you, buddy. I want to tell you great predictions. Eight and one. Oh, yeah, not that in the park. We know that. That's my thing. Uh, thank <laughs> you for that. Yes, uh, eight and one's not bad. Where'd Dennis go? <laughs> I don't remember what. <laughs> I. No one cares. Got it. Uh, what else you got, bro? Uh, another thing. You were right on the Goldberg thing. Goldberg did beat 
uh, Brock for a minute 30 in Survivor yes. Series. Yes. Dennis was saying something different. Right, Dennis? What yeah, were you saying? Dennis said was wrong. It was yeah, he was wrong. I know. Kevin. Yeah. Ke he beat Kevin quick. Yeah. Ke Dennis, defend yourself. He beat them both quick. Right, but you because Taz had said that you had beaten that he had beaten Goldberg. Uh, Goldberg had beaten him quick too, and then you said no, that was Kevin. Well, was it Kevin? Well, he beat Kevin quick too. Yes, you're right on that. Well, see, not today. So, so two rights make a right. Two rights make a wrong. Some say they don't, but I think they do. I'm just saying. Old Chinese proverb. That's what they're saying. Please don't get racial out here. Please be PC. You don't have to get racial. So, anyway. All right, what else? Uh, last caller of the day. Then I got to say hello to a couple of people on Facebook Live. They're going to get all excited. Oh, he's going to call me out. Yeah, don't be so sure of that. <laughs> John in California, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, homie? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, buddy. Hey, I was wondering if you got a chance to watch Big Brother last night. Um, I am going to watch the full thing today, but I kind of I kind of see um, the after dark sometimes. I kind of get the spoilers, so I've been watching some of the content building up to yesterday's tape show. So I kind of know a little bit about what happened because I was watching the pay per view. Why? What jumped out to you that you want to talk about? Well, uh, I thought it was hilarious when uh, Cody and Jessica went <laughs> off on Josh. I, I gotta be I gotta be I didn't wa like I said uh, John I didn't watch last night's episode but I did see some of the raw footage of it on the after dark and I gotta tell you and all kidding aside I'm, I, you know I joke around a lot John but when I watched it on the raw footage of it not last night's episode again I, I haven't seen the edited version of it it was actually kind of bullying what they did to the guy the way oh, they absolutely uh, I, again yeah, I, I don't I don't I'm sorry I don't I don't really like Josh or uh, yeah I think that's his name. Josh. But uh, it's just funny. He was just like, I can't believe they're attacking me and calling me these names. And then he goes off in the corner and just starts crying. Well, he's a very emotional guy. The guy does cry on a, a drop of a dime. He's crying. I mean, I know. He's, oh, man. He's got to toughen emotional up. Emotional is one thing, but yeah. this guy, he, and I don't even like Cody or Jessica for that matter. But That's me after every oh, show, man. John. I sit in the corner and I cry because of my team. <laughs> I sit and I cry and I weep like a little bitch. Yep, I'm like Josh. I just cry. Yeah, no, I, I, but they got to be careful, John, with this guy, Josh, because he's the type of guy to, like, you know, nothing against Postman, but to go postal. Like, he's the type of guy to snap. He, he's kind of a little out there, you know? Well, that's the thing. He tries to be so confront people, you know, and call them out on stuff, and then he goes and cries afterwards. Like, what are you doing, man? Well, that's a good point, actually, because I think he's just so emotional, like you said. Jamie Tinendahl here on Facebook Live, John, said it definitely came across like bullying on TV. So there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. Agree. But do you watch the After Dark or not really? You don't get a chance to do that? Uh, I watch a little bit at work. It, it's kind of hard for me to watch because most of the time they're just kind of sitting around twiddling their I thumbs. I know, and I watch it like a jerk. I sit there, John, and and, and it's like, why am I watching this? Like they're doing nothing. Got, you know, guys eating cereal in the in, in kitchen. There's nobody around. I'm sitting there watching like this, like an idiot. Yeah, I I did the same thing last night. They were, uh, a couple of them were just out uh, doing bench press. That's all just, just benching. That was it. That was it. <laughs> I know. It's, work out. it's the damnedest thing. I know. It's Whenever I watch that show, I get hungry. When they eat, I need to eat. It's unbelievable. Good They're thing. always eating. See? Good thing Dennis is not watching. Good. I, yeah, do you get jealous when you see somebody else eating? It depends what they're eating. Mm. Okay. But most often, yes. Okay. Got it. I figured that. I had a feeling that was the case. Uh, so hello everybody on Facebook, um, all you guys on there. Um, 
I hope everybody's well. I wanted to talk some sports a little bit before I wrap the show up. I wanted to have some thoughts, uh, some baseball thoughts, if you guys don't mind. Uh, by the way, I'm going to have a, uh, just to give you a little, no, I'll get into that later on, what's going to happen on Wednesday and Friday here on Taz Show. But, uh, some baseball chatter. The Mets, my Mets, my New York Mets, uh, shut out against the Cardinals 6-0 yesterday. My poor Mets, they went 1-2 uh, and two against the Cardinals in this uh, away uh, gimmick they played at the Bush, Bush Stadium, Bush. They won the first game and lost two. It's unbelievable. The Mets head into the All-Star break at 39-47. and 12 games back behind the first place Washington Nationals. Dennis, I feel like it was just a couple of weeks ago when us Mets fans, not you, many Mets fans like me and Anthony were saying, no, we still got time. We got time. No one's saying that now, Dennis. No, it's, I feel bad because injuries ravaged your Kill club. Killed the Mets. Killed the Mets. And you guys would have had a, a great team if everyone was healthy. I don't know. Would have, could have, should have, but they didn't. That's what they say. Yes. Ant, right? I mean, it's, it's too late now. Remember that? Oh, we got plenty of time. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I was, uh, I'm still not over it. I haven't watched the game, though, in like two weeks. I can't bring myself to do it. Oh, you're a real loyal fan. Maybe if, if they uh, if they bring up Ahmed Rosario, like, I'll definitely start tuning in. But right now... They interviewed him. They interviewed him. Uh, well, because the Mets fans are looking for the next best thing. It's, you turn your back on the, on the, t- the guys that are there. But uh, And that's not right. I'm telling you right well, now. Well, right? it, it's not fair, too, that we're the only team in baseball that refuses to call players up when they're the next best player we have. They interviewed him. on. I watched the World... Uh, I watched the All-Star... No, the Futures game. Did you watch this, the All-Star game yesterday? I did. You did or didn't? No, I did. Okay, you see, he got interviewed by uh, I don't know, a blonde girl. Interviewed him. I don't know her name. And uh, and he he was had a translator. Did you see this? Yeah. So he he's, he doesn't seem like he's running to get with the Mets right now. He he's excited, but he's like, yeah, amigo, yeah, you know, like he knows they're getting their asses kicked. So it's like, yeah, all right, I'm ready. Well, and he he sounded a little frustrated too, because he's like, "I'm I'm ready to play, but it's patience." Yeah, and that's just him saying Sandy won't call me up. Yeah, because God forbid Sandy does anything. Sandy, if that is his real name. All right, so the Yankees, um, uh, Yankees, uh, New York Yankees lost to the Brewers five to three, and the Yankees sit uh, forty five and forty one. Man, unbelievable! You guys are only three and a half games behind the Red Sox. That's just tremendous. Going into the All Star game tonight, uh, to all, home run derby tonight. I should say the All Star game is tomorrow. Um, which is I'm pissed because I want to watch the home run derby. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to because the raw sucks. I like watching the home run derby. Aaron Judge is in that, right? He is. He's Gary done. Sanchez. And San- well, 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 about Sanchez. Judge is done after this. He's gonna do nothing at the end. He's, he's gonna be home. He's gonna home run out. He's done. Trust me. I hope I'm wrong. I like the kid, but I think he's going to be done. I think you are. I think his sw- he's just so powerful. His swings are effortless. Uh, stop being a mock. Tell you who I've liked this kid. Past few times I've seen him recently. The kid Frazier, the redheaded Jones there. Your, your oh, cousin? Ginger Jesus. Yeah. Your, co- your cousin? Love me some Clint. What's his first name? Frazier? Clint. Clint? Clint. Like Clint Eastwood? Yes. That's a good baseball name. Clint Frazier. Now that's a freaking first name. Clint. That's a that's a man's man's name. What's your name? Clint. Put her there. <laughs> I had a thing back in the day here on the show about names, you know. Some of these soft ass names. What's your name? Connor. Sam. 
What's your name? My name is Clint. And I'll whoop somebody's fucking ass. Yeah. I didn't curse. It's a B. Fucking. It was, but it was close. You want to hear somebody say the word Clint, the name Clint, like a man? And just say the word, the name Clint. Say, my name is Clint. My name is Clint. Wow, look at that. That's a man's man. But this kid, Ginger Jesus, he is just red hot, no pun intended. <laughs> I don't know. I think that time it was. Yeah, he's real good. How about the Rockies, man? I watched their uh, this kid, this pitcher, Kyle Freeland. Um, this poor kid, Jesus Christmas. He had a no-hitter going, dude, right into the ninth inning. Strikes the first guy out in the ninth inning. I think he struck him out. And then uh, Melky Cabrera gets up for the White Sox and hits a rope over the shortstop's head. Base hit, Jones. Hits a, pitches a one-hitter, this kid Freeland. He's good, dude. You ever see this kid pitch? I have not. I'm very not, good. I don't, I don't get too many Rocky games. He's very good. I get everything because I'm, I'm, I'm a world place. What do you laugh at? I watch, I'm a national guy. I'm a worldwide guy. I'm not just New York. It's not WFAM. I just I just cover New York stuff. I, I, I remember everything. you were telling me about the Japanese league, and I was like, geez, man, I didn't know you were a Hiroshima Dragons fan. Look at the hat I'm wearing. You know what this hat is? This is not like, uh, you know, a Mariner's hat. You I realize? thought that was uh, the, the Power Tool brand, Milwaukee. Oh, you douche. It's the Mexico League, bro. I follow that, too. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'm running the game. I'm all over this, bro. But but yet, I will not consider baseball a sport, but I'm one of the biggest supporters. The Mexico League, the Japanese, I got everything, bro. Bonsai. Kyle Freeland. So he lost his no-hitter by one out. God, it sucked. I felt bad. His mom was in the audience and his girlfriend. They were going... Okay, it was so excited for him. It was unbelievable. And the kid's a Denver kid. He's from Denver. So he's playing for his hometown team. Ha! The Colorado Rockies. And he's kicking ass, taking names. Just misses the no-hitter. I'm sitting there. I throw my giant soft press with the TV. I'm like, ah, son of a bitch! I want him to win it. You get it, I mean. It's rooting for him. And that damn Melky Cabrera, former Yankee, he ruined it. By the way, the Rockies are winning like 10 to nothing at this point. Melky got that base hit. Bro, he acted like, yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> Comeback's on. Like, what a douche. Like, Melky just ruined his kids. Though. But he wants to win, Melky. I respect that. Home run derby tonight, Miami. All-star game tomorrow. How about the Astros? They lead the American League with 60 wins. Dodgers win the National League. A legal national issues of 61 wins. Man. That might be a World Series preview. Yeah, you're not kidding, Sonny. You're not kidding. A little hoops talk while the basic music is playing. The Houston Rockets. James Harden signs a four-year deal. $228 million extension. Are you ribbing me a lot? How much friggin' money do you need? Holy That's a lot of money, bro. Yeah, that's that's holy money. It's a lot of money. Wow. Talk about running the game, dude. He is the game, okay? <laughs> that is a ton of money. I remember when this guy first came up hard. He wasn't like some star. Man, he really upped his game. Mm-mm-mm. Ignacio Vasquez, Facebook Live. 
James Harden's contract is crazy, no doubt, dude. No doubt. Anyway, so that's the deal. So, um... Oh, this is a beauty. Michael Luce. Talk wrestling, Taz. <laughs> Can we get a pay-per-view recap? This guy's got to be joking. <laughs> He's got to be know, joking. You know, now that you say that, I think some of these guys are self-aware and they know they'll get nah, a shout-out if, nah, they, nah, nah, if nah. they do that. Nobody would ever do that. These people are like that. He's got to be joking. Give, give a 10-second a <laughs> recap. Great Balls of Fire was good. Everybody won. He's got to be joking. I mean, I hope for his sake he is. All right, I'll say something for wrestling. How about this? Shane Scott said, Taz, what do you think of Big Cass's uh, new theme music? No. It's horrible. It's god-awful. God-awful. And I don't like his video wall either. I got to be honest with you guys. It just says Big Cass and he's used letters. He walks out like Diesel. With Kevin Nash with one big giant guys, they gotta have them. They always want them to put one hand in the air so they look even taller. Like he guy's seven feet. That does he need to look taller? I mean, really. But uh, the video wall just, you know, it just says big cast. He's from Queens, dude. You know, give me some overhead shots, man. Do something like New York City or something, you know. What does Anthony say? He's screaming. I hear him. Just he's, what, what is he saying? I, it's um, He cuts through everything. I, I can't work like that. What does he want? Is it important or not? No. Okay. Just do something like some shots of just... Our open here is better than his video wall. Our open screams New York City. Well, he's from New York City. I mean, God, they just put big cast. They got to update this. They had time. They knew the guy was going to turn. I know they're busy. And WWE production usually does an amazing job. But I bet you Dollars to Donuts is probably a intern or a younger freelance guy or girl that's doing, you know, video wall stuff, you know, you know Titantron stuff. Because they got so much other production they're doing. I just wasn't a fan. I usually don't never say anything negative about WWE production. I usually put it all, all over a lot. I just didn't like that video wall, and his music is really bad. Really. So. Jacob Brock, Big Cass is the next Shockmaster. I, I, I think that's uh, not true. I don't think that's true. There's only one Shockmaster, and he happens to work on this show. Thanks, boss. <laughs> David Burns, love the Godzilla-type music for Samoa Joe. Oh, no doubt. I've heard his music somehow. I don't remember how or where. Before he even had it. How's that? Wow. And I loved it then. His music's great. So... We'll see what happens. I gotta tell you what. Enzo, he's got to, you got to see what happens there. Because, um, I don't know what they're going to do with him. He got squashed yesterday. Uh, the guy can cut a promo. You know, he, he's entertaining and all that. Uh, but, I got to tell you, they, they got to, I think they're going to do a steady diet of a heavy push for Cass for sure. They like him. 
But I'm not, I wasn't too happy for Enzo when I saw him get eaten up like he did. So, Luis Rubio, my seven-year-old was heartbroken with Enzo and Cass split. I'm not surprised because I think a lot of the younger kids, to this gentleman's point, uh, love Enzo and Cass together as a team. They were funny. They were entertaining, you know. Um, but to the WWE, um, it's about subscriptions for the WWE Network. And I think that they're trying to build single stars, not, not tag team stars. And they felt like, I'm not saying I necessarily agree, but they felt like, um, what more can we do with Enzo and Cass together? And yes, so some of the younger kids might be upset over this, but at the end of the day, the I'm just being, I'm calling it like I see it, <laughs> the bulk of the WWE subscribers for the WWE Network are either parents, but the main bulk, besides parents, for kids, I would think are hardcore fans that, that, that look for wrestling content on the internet. They have that WWE Network, which is phenomenal. You get a ton of a huge menu for ten bucks a month. So, fans that are internet uh, supporters or wrestling fans that that you know came up back in the day reading the dirt sheets like Dennis and stuff, they're, they're all over this. Nothing against parents with younger kids. I'm just saying, I think that a lot of the younger kids, like I don't have stats. This is just my theory, which could be wrong. I don't have stats. I don't care about stats. I don't look at algorithms. I don't give a rat's ass about algorithms. How about that? Had them tell me that once on my show. You know the algorithms on your show, Tassik? No, 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 I don't. I don't know. You know what I try to do on my show? I try to get on time and be entertaining, be insightful, and deal with my team who completely the bed on a regular basis. Algorithms. Are you there for that meeting, Dennis? I was not invited to the algorithm meeting. Your algorithms are... I'm going to kick your ass! Algorithms. I don't know what that means. It's French. Corey Nance. Good point. Corey Nance, do you think this is the way to turn Roman? Inside terms, Corey. Use turn. That, you know what that means? That means make him a bad guy. Oh. He uses inside terms. Turn. I like that. I did not know that. Um... Uh, is Austin Aries a good guy? Uh, and Austin Aries. How am I doing Austin Aries? What the hell just happened in my brain? Because I talked about Austin earlier. Is Roman Reigns a good guy or is he a bad guy? I don't even know. I talked about this a few seconds ago earlier. We don't know. Some of these talents in WWE, they, they are booking and it's fine. This is what they're doing. They're booking some of these guys and girls as gray area talents. Some bad guy tones, some good guy tones, and here you go. If you like him, you like him. You don't, you don't. That's what they're doing. I, I don't know. I don't know. And some of them, they're, they're keeping us straight heels. So do I think that's the way they turned him? Well, I don't know. If you're going to turn a guy like Roman Reigns full throttle heel, would you do it on a guy in Braun Strowman who's not a full throttle babyface? Think about that. <laughs> right? If you're going to turn the guy babyface, why don't you turn him on a guy... I'm sorry, if you're going to turn the guy heel, turn him on a real baby face. Follow me, Dennis? Makes perfect sense so far. So I don't think Braun Strowman's that guy because he's got that gray area too. And I want you folks to understand something. For those that still think that, you know, that, that do think, I should say, that Roman is a heel, 
listen closely by that ambulance. There was a lot of physicality, and you could pick up the, the, the audience audio, and you hear younger kids for a good long stretch of that segment screaming, come on, Roman, come on, Roman. You hear these young kids. He's still a babyface. I thought the best way to make him a heel was right after he defeated The Undertaker. And he came out and cut that promo, whatever town that was in on Raw, the day after the Raw, uh, after WrestleMania. <clears throat> and he said, this is my yard. Before he even cut a promo, the freaking building was booing him. Remember that? For like four or five minutes straight. The announcers laid out. everything. Remember that? That was awesome. That was great. Whatever town that was in, whatever. But it, it was great. That's when he should have been a full-blown heel turn right there. Because every time he says, this is my yard, he gets, gets booed out of the building. And I've been saying, make this man a heel for months upon months. I've been saying this. Damn near sick of saying it. So I don't know what he is. I don't know if he's a heel. I don't know if he's a baby face. I don't know if last night means he's now a heel. I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't. Th- so to answer the question, no. I don't think last night him doing that to a guy who's not a real baby face with the ambulance makes Roman Reigns a full throttle heel. No. I don't think so. Just to answer the question straight up. I'm going to wrap this show up here in a second. I got to go. I got things to do. I gave you enough content here. Oh. So, Jason Shepard, WrestleMania Monday was in Orlando. Thank you, Jason. Would you like to be the producer of the Taz Show? And Dennis just laughs. <laughs> hey, Ant, did you hear that? He knocked me. I heard your boss. Oh, it's funny. Taz hates you. Right? How's that conversation go? Well, you and him behind my back. Oh, we don't talk about work. Uh, I, I hear him. Work. I hear. Hey, hey, you know what? You can't hide your voice, dude. You bleed through the audio in CBS's corporate building. I was just saying I would never call him boss, ever. True. That's only award winners that get called boss. That'd be me. And my actual boss, Seth. I do call him boss. Seth. <laughs> that guy. He does call me boss, but he has to. <laughs> you know, before you said something on this show here, Dennis, and your voice, you... Accidentally was doing a Don't little bit, that. yeah, a little bit of a Seth tone, dude. You're gonna, you know, that's what happens. You, you, you know, God punishes you. You're a minister, you know this. You gotta I be could. careful. I had, I've been trying to cut back doing the ant voice because I find myself doing it like, I'll be doing like baptisms, speed dating, speed. So what's your name, honey? <laughs> I want to go to the dumpster. I'm sorry, sorry, <laughs> completely. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I just get up, move to the next one. Uh, so you got three girls in the running, right? That's you got the email from Nicole, right? Correct. Three girls like you. You like these three girls, right? I don't know if we're liking or as much as just like, hey, I tolerated you for four minutes. Gotcha. What's the next step? You have their contact info. These girls, you want to call them during the show? That might be a fun way to introduce yourself to them right on the air. That sometimes you know women like that spontaneity. Girl number six. Hey, you're live on the uh, air right now. Meet my friend Taz. And next thing you know, it's just like a, just a. Not today. Just a beating. I mean, it's been working so far for me with, uh, with you being my matchmaker. Chicago. Oh, yeah. You Deep and, dish pizza. You and Sarah. That's coming up next week, right? Oh, yeah. 
The Grand Salami Slunkator. Delish. Sarah be like, oh, actually, I'm going on vacation. I'll be in San Diego when you're here. A week from today, I'll be in Chicago. Mm. You will? Yeah. You're going to bring flowers to Sarah? Or cookies or ice cream? I, mean, I hope I hear from her this week, and I'll, I'll figure out whatever <laughs> Have she's you going. ever heard from her at all? No, but this is the week. <laughs> I just feel it, no. in my, I feel it in my plums. <laughs> Dude, you ain't got a shot. What are you, stupid? I mean, really, bro. You're done here. She, this girl's avoiding you. Do you not see what's going on here? I think she's playing hard to get. Hmm. It's time to come home. <laughs> How about the... The other chick that was living with you, what's her name? Danielle. Danielle, just she completely just. She was like Wally Coyote, right? (laughs) Just. Meet me. Yep, gone. Right? You haven't seen her since. Mm, Correct. Wow. Win some, you lose some. How long were you and her together, if you don't mind me asking? Like, all of a sudden now I'm like PC, if you don't mind me asking, Dennis. Uh, How long were you with this girl? The the line I give is twelve years on and off. Most, Holy mostly shit! Dude, twelve off. years you with this girl? Yeah. Well, wow. yeah. Dude, no. Okay, aside, twelve years. Yeah. And she's and I got mad at the pool guy ended our relationship for business after ten years. Billy, <laughs> that prick. So, Rebecca, what's her name again? Danielle. She, she bails after fifteen long. Wow. I mean years. So. Was she looking for you to marry her? No, she wouldn't want that. She wasn't looking for you to pop no, the question. No, she didn't want that. Why would she subject herself to that? So Exactly. So, bro. No, she paid her time. She got it out on parole. <laughs> Dude, this is sad. 15 years and then she just walks out? Uh, you like must have done something it's really bad, not like she bad, just packed bro. her bags. Dude, I mean, you, I had to, just, you had to do something bad. It was, uh, I guess 12 years is the breaking point with me. There's only so much... <laughs> Obnoxiousness you can take. I for can't so stand no more. I got to get out. I said I respect that. Wow. I thought she was joking. She wasn't. Some people on Facebook Live think that Billy the Pool guy and Danielle are in a relationship now. She does like aquatic-based activities. <laughs> well, then Billy be the man. He knows all about the pool. One day skimmer off for her. One day he might be floating around one. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) That would be nice. So. I wonder what you did. Nothing good. But nothing too bad. (laughs) Right in in a sweet spot. (laughs) Where uh what Bad, yeah. So, let me get this straight. You're going on the Grand Salami Slunker Tour next week. You and Dr. K. Dr. K's in town, right? He's, he's, he is. He's, I picked him up Saturday. Okay, so he's living with you. Is he sleeping around? Is he drunk? Is he eating all the food? What's going on with him? No, in fact, his his wife was so nervous mm. that the two of us were together that she's flying. <laughs> she's flying in tomorrow uh, <laughs> to keep an eye on us. See what's going so I'm, on. So I'm odd man out of my own apartment. Wow, dude, you are just a horrible influence on everyone you're around. I do not disagree with that statement. 
next week, Grand Slam Slunkator. You're going to Chicago. You go. Is there any? What's the most further south you're going? Ooh, I'd have to look at a map. I would. I want to say Kansas City, but I don't. know. Ge- geographically speaking, going to west, midwest, not midwest. Where are you going? So Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Those aren't. No. Uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Detroit. So no there. Right. Um, Chicago. Kansas City, Minnesota, back to Chicago. So Kansas City is the uh, southernmost. Yeah, you're not really going to. I figured you could get a little southern feel. It would be good. You know, right. a little southern comfort. You find maybe a girl down south. You know, it could be a good thing. You know what I mean? Get yourself going down south over there. I, I save that for football season. Maybe I'll do an SEC tour. That would be legit if you did that. Seriously. Well, it's hard to do a tour. They only play football on Saturdays. But. No, just take four or five weeks off from the show. I have no problem with that. Okay. Take all the time we want, bro. Go ahead. Am I getting future endeavored? No, I'll just take your time. Just I'll, I'll, I'll get someone to step in. It's not a problem. It's no problem. Look at this. Mike Baker. Uh, no more wrestling talk. So I'm out. Later. See ya, Mike. Bye-bye. See ya. Tune in tomorrow. Guess what, Mike? Will not miss you. What do you mean, no? Nope. Bye-bye. Go. Go. No more wrestling talk. So I'm out now. Nerd. I want to hear you talk about wrestling for free. Because I'm Comfy Jones. I want my free lunch, and I want to tell you what you should say. Really? Go fish a herring, Mike. How's that for tough talk? You hear that? That was one of your more insulting things I've heard you say. I can't. Dig it! Corey Nance. I'm not going anywhere, homie. Corey, thank you. I want to hear wrestling for free! What's that? Um, hmm. That was fancy. I gotta get going here in a second. How am I gonna continue without Mike Baker listening or watching the show right now? You know? Let's get another Baker. I am starting to get hungry. How can this show continue without him supporting my show? <laughs> the type of guy you want to spend a few minutes in a room with, you know what I mean? Wade Elliott. Mike is the guy who got body slammed in his glasses. You just body slammed me and broke my glasses. I'm just a loser. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta talk about wrestling. Kiss my ass. I don't. The people who pay me talk about whatever I want to talk about. 
Lee Means got so much content right now for the next whatever he's up to. I never know what he's up to, by the way. I'm like, he's got like a laboratory, he just edits, does all this stuff. Hey, yeah, you know anything that, like, you know, Lee Mean, like, uh, he's always, like, popping these videos out. We don't even know about it. Yeah, he just, it's a movie making machine. I know. It's actually called Talented. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. See you later, pal. He actually, uh, he found, about half hour ago, he found October 25th, 2016 was when you sang Frank Sinatra. Oh, I did the That's Life? <laughs> yeah. I've been a puppet, a puppet, a poet, a pirate, a pit in a string. I can't remember the lyrics. Bobby Peterson, do a whole show without wrestling. We, we kind of actually, I think we have more than once on this show. <laughs> Oh, God. What a nerd. It's not, it's just he's not the only guy. Mike, come back. We need you back here listening to the show, watching for free on Facebook Live. <sighs> I smell like a. They got the Babe Goo Club? I smell like toast. Is the Bagel Club open on Monday? Not traditionally, but I... I got uh, I got something to discuss off air with you. Uh-oh. Something, something interesting. Am I going to get mad? No, I think you'll... I, I don't think... I don't... Did they happen to hear the E5L when I talked about the Bagel Club? I hope they didn't, because it would be bad. No, we, we might have our own Bagel Club forming. Really? Oh, yeah. Is Seth involved? Not yet, but I'm sure he's going to get his his hands all. Uh, you know, you can't have a bagel club without without me. Locks and schmears and I love how Todd. It starts with hey, yeah, you know that. Hey, what do you say that? It start, you, you always start him off like hey, you know. Uh, you start him off like that carnival barker guy. He, well, he every single hey, you know, hey. Step he, right Seth up. would make a perfect one of those dolls that you just pull the string in the back and it only says like six different things. <laughs> That's Seth. Oh, hey, you guys talked about me again on air. <laughs> I don't know what else he would say. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. All right, I gotta go. All right, well, that's a wrap. On Wednesday. See, I just skip right over tomorrow. Uh, you guys remember Moose, right? You know Moose. Hello, I'm talking to you. Oh, I th- you said you guys. I was like, I thought you meant to the, <laughs> the audience. Yes, yes, I do I know I guess Moose. you're right. <laughs> Mark Lewis is Mark. Yeah, Moose is going to come. He's going to sit in for the whole show, actually, with, with me here. Make sure the studio gets cleaned up by the, uh, the Nimrods who clean it so I don't look like the guy sitting around a pig sty. You know what I mean? I will have the cleaning lady take care of it. Moose is the man. You guys remember I had Moose on, the audience. Mark Moose is from CBS Sports Radio, and he's on SNY. Uh, he's also a big wrestling supporter. Maybe we'll talk some wrestling. Ooh. Ooh. I love when you talk wrestling. It's so awesome. Nerd! You're not talking wrestling. I'm not listening. I'm out. Fuck you.
JB, J-A-I-B-E-E. I'm going to end the show on this question. Did you talk about GBOF? That's Great Balls of Fire. And on that note, I appreciate everybody who uh, listened or watched the show today. Thank you so much. I love all you guys. Without you guys, there'd be no show. You know that. And by the way, JB replied with LOL. Um, so, uh, yeah. There was something else I wanted to say. Oh, Friday. Katie Lindahl will be on the show. She'll be in the studio. Is she giving away anything for these people? Probably going to have to now. <laughs> Good point. <coughs> All right, well, that's that. All right, guys, thanks on the Twitter, on the Facebook, on the Gimmick Chat. Appreciate it. Be back tomorrow. Talk a little bit of Raw. Right here on the Taz Show, uh, I'll give you a good chunk of uh, some baseball chatter, some great balls of fire chatter, and all that stuff, uh, and that's the deal. Thanks to everybody who jumped in on the uh, Facebook Live. I think I said that already. I've been hitting head a lot. I apologize. For everybody here, the whole team on the Taz Show, we thank you for your support. I mean that sincerely, uh, and that's that. Okay, guys, I'm Taz. You're not. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. my space and screen names back then when i was only worried about my top friends now my circle is getting smaller all these people acting fake man and to be honest i don't even have a top 10 me against the world i've been doing what i really love haters been hiding behind the screen man they movie cuts and when i'm back at home it never feels the same cause we've been doing our own thing trying to stay up i want to go back to days with no grades we ordered Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. To go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let